Falling program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I.com. On Wednesday, at the start of Lent, believers all over the world came together, and we have been praying specifically for God to open the eyes of atheists all over the world. Literally, in every corner, in every direction, any place that there is an atheist, we've been praying for God to open their eyes and to see that there really is a God, that he does exist, that he loves them, and that he is the God of the Bible, that the Bible is true. And just a few days, not even a few days later, God shook the country of Japan. He literally grabbed the country by the shoulders and said, hey, look, I'm here. Oh, it's just so amazing to see how God can just answer prayers like this. And I I'm just so overjoyed and so encouraged for the rest of this lentil season. I'm going to be praying even harder than I have ever before. Commence primary ignition. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say... cracks me up every so, time. That thing at the opening about I have, the crazy girl who was happy that yeah. God shook Japan. Yeah. I have, um, I, for, until and I, I, I'll, I'll be totally honest with you. Yeah. Until she mentioned Japan, uh-huh. I honestly thought it was just the way she was speaking. I honestly thought it was a clip from an episode of Glee that I hadn't heard. <laughs> and I thought it was Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Um, apparently the internet is in an uproar about this girl. She's been posting stuff. I've seen stuff from her for at least a year. It's not now, as bad as anybody making Godzilla jokes. I will not. I don't think that's... No, you kidding with, me? This is crazy. Thousands and thousands of people dead and missing. Us. Yeah, it's... it's I, I have it on good authority that it's a joke. Her whole act really? up to this point has been to show how extreme the views can be. But this one kind of took on a life of its own because it was so soon after. Mm. And the person's gone into hiding now because they've got, <laughs> she said, death threats and stuff. That's just what I've, what I've been reading and, you know... But I have the whole the whole YouTube video, uh, the audio from it at the end of the show after the music. So that did was just see, one minute of it. Speaking of YouTube videos, did you see the bullying video? Yeah. Did you see that where the big kid picks up that little kid? And the yes. big kid was the one being bullied. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, I have had enough. Fuck you. And he slams him down. They've, like they've, a, they've started calling him Zangief kid because Zangief or Zangief is a, is a gigantic... Um, Russian wrestler from Street oh, yeah? Fighter 2 who does a lot of body slams and shit. Yeah. I saw the video. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. He got suspended for that. Didn't the little kid get suspended for fucking with him? No. What the? See, that's stupid. 
I uh, before we get into that, I just want to say the best description I heard all day of the the little like bitch kid, yeah, the bully kid getting when he's trying to stand up. They're like, oh, he looks like a newborn foal because. <laughs> When that kid slammed him down, he hit like a railroad tie with both his ankles. Yeah. And the kid had a hard time walking. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I saw that. Was, that. that and you good. know who else should have been suspended? Those two little bitches who were standing there watching the little kid <laughs> hit the kid. Yeah. Yeah. And what about the kid filming? I was just going to say, the asshole filming it all. Because those were all the little bully's friends. Of course they were. Yeah. There's... um. I didn't. I wasn't prepared to talk about it that well, soon. I just... But um, let me see. What did I find? There's um, there's a Facebook support group for him. That's like you did the right thing. Don't worry about anything happening. He defended himself. Um, his name is Casey, by the way. Um, the group is a closed group, so you have to um, you have to like they have to allow you to get in. Yeah. But the best thing I saw was when the kid the, the little bully kids down on the ground and he's doing his like wide like superhero stance. There's an Xbox thing that says achievement unlocked. <laughs> Arrogant little bullying dipshit put in his place. <laughs> Cause let me tell you, the little kid must have weighed what? 60 pounds? 70, yeah. No, because like And he was a good foot shorter. Yeah. Than him. And he had, he had to reach to hit him in the face. Right. And it didn't even and that phase kid, Casey. Yeah. And he just <laughs> like, man, you'd lo- I'd love to know the history between those two. Oh, I'd love to see the history now because he beat that kid like a redheaded stepchild. But you know what it is? He didn't even beat him. He picked him up and threw him down. I picked yeah. things up and put them down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. But he slammed <laughs> oh, him yeah. down. He, he tried to see if that little fucker would bounce. He tried to crack him like a whip. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, good for him. And you know that he got home and his dad went, Casey? Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know what, though? It, it, I I might be reading a little too much into it, but, you know, there's no real friendship between a group of bullies as far as I'm concerned. And that video is proof of it. Yeah. Because if they really were all friends, that would have never seen the light of day. No oh, one yeah, exactly. ever heard about it. It's like the it's like the people who uh who who videotaped um Miley Cyrus, her friends at a party, yeah. who videotaped her um, you know, when she was on Salvia or whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it yeah. ends up on the internet. She's like <laughs> Did you ever see that video or, or no. hear it? No. Oh, I you didn't, get it? I didn't really care. Oh my, it's hilarious. Look it up. Really, look look it up on YouTube right now. The audio is absolutely fucking hilarious. Right. I've never even seen the video. I've just heard the audio. Okay. Just do Miley Cyrus Salvia. All right. The audio is absolutely hilarious. Unless it's something like that, yeah. Unless it's taken down, which I I don't know. Which there There's is. an auto-tune remix of it. <laughs> well, try to find one that's not because it doesn't even need to be auto-tuned, really. It's, I don't know. Oh, well, then do the auto-tune one. It'll at least give you an idea of what the chick sounded like. It was really funny. All right, let's see. Oh, oh fucking, fucking hell. Ads. Stupid ads. Oh, well. Hold on. It says I can skip it now. Do, 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 do. We're going <laughs> to... All 
All right. Well, that I, gives you an idea. I get the idea from the beginning. I mean, it's she's just a kid acting she's like an, an idiot. idiot. Act just like a million 18-year-olds ever. But yeah. who's the fucking friend, quotes, um, who fucking Somebody that, that the, the TMZ Seriously. paid a bunch of money to. I'm sure. Yeah. No, it was on YouTube before it was on TMZ, I think. I don't know. Why. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, so that's, um, you know, our Tosh.0 show <laughs> pretty much actually I, I have a couple other videos here. Stuff the, on the internet the first one i have is uh from college humor and uh simon pegg and nick frost while they were making paul decided to do a shot for shot remake of star wars oh really that you want to see how much they got done you know what i heard about this and i i wanted to watch it i never got around to watch it it works pretty good yeah it says in 2009 on the set of paul simon pegg and nick frost set out to make a shot for shot remake of the star wars of star wars new only one scene was completed how did we get into this mess? We seem to be made to suffer. It's our lot in life. Bloop, 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 bloop. What? Bloop, 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 bloop. Is that what you're gonna? Is that you're gonna do? It? Bloop, bloop, blah, blah. That's how he does it, isn't it? No, he makes a whistle. He like he communicates via a system of beeps and whistles. He doesn't say bleep, blap. Go like this. Try that. What? No, no. Boot. Boot. Let me. I'll take three steps. Yeah. I'll say my line again. And then try and make it sound like a, a series of, of sophisticated bleeps and whistles, okay? Alright. <clears throat> oh, let's just say it in English. Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna do the noise what? of his I'm gonna do the noise just of his do joints. It then. <laughs> I need to rest before I fall apart. My joints are almost frozen. It's not very lightly, is it? What? We're in the desert, it's not exactly half, is it? That's not the point, it's not. What are you talking about? Hang on. You don't think R2 would call C3PO on this? Yeah, it, well, it, it's not for our... It's not our place to say, is it? It's what it was in the film. We should... Save it. I'm going this way. Um, well, well, well I, I'm not going that way. It's far too rocky. What are you complaining about rocks for? You've got legs, you know? I've got wheels for feet. Do you get that? Yeah. Skywalker is this way. I know, well, we don't know that yet, do we? Yes, we do. We've both been to Tatooine before. You were built here by Darth Bloody Vader. Don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> Just uh, Well, you know what? I am going this way. Well, uh, um, well, then go that way. You'll be malfunctioning within a day, you nearsighted scrap pile. Uh, what do you do that for? <laughs> uh, ow! Every time he do kicks him, well, he shoves him. You've got no arms. <laughs> Kick me first. Yeah, but C-3PO can... He does it in the film. You, what is that? You can't do that. It's not on topic. Ow! Electric shock. Ow! You see, oh, screw this. I'm off. And don't let me catch you following me begging for help because you won't get it. Oh, well, good, you big gold-plated Nancy. You know, I don't think your extensive knowledge of etiquette and protocol would have helped us much anyway in the desert. Hey, are we actually arguing? I don't f***ing know. <laughs> I like that. I thought that was pretty good. That was pretty funny. There was one other one on here that I uh, that I found pretty funny that actually works really well as audio. Um, it's a series they do called Troopers. Okay. And it's called Coffee Run. So let's see. Uh, let me finish that up there. Let's get started making one more piece of garbage with Don. Let's uh, pause that. I mean, I mute that so that doesn't matter. It's it's definitely a Star Wars ripoff. This yeah. thing because it's like. White guys talking to a guy in black armor. Okay. White armored guys talking to a yeah. guy in black armor. Yeah, good, good start. So this is all. Is the, what's playing now in College Humor is an ad for uh, the roast of Donald Trump. Oh, that's pretty good. Big deal. There we go. All right. So uh, 
I'll just wait for the uh, intro here to go by. Bloop, 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 bleep, bleep, bloop. <laughs> Dreadlord Sinister, here is your coffee, sir. What? I didn't order any coffee. Ah, uh, yes, you did, sir. Three days ago. Three days? Good lord, man, what took you so long? Well, sir, you only wanted coffee from the Southwest Quadrant. Ah, yes. Julio does make it just the way I like it. The Dread Cruiser is 1,200 miles across. It's the size of a planet. Julio's is literally on the other end of the ship. It's... it's night there. Oh, you know what would go great with this? Some of those little crumbly pastries Julio makes. Uh, so you want me to go back Mm -hmm. to the Southwest Quadrant, which I just told you was a three-day journey Mm -hmm. to bring you back a pastry, which will arrive in three days for you to eat with that coffee. Would you be a dear so (laughs) I don't have to kill you? Yes, sir. (laughs) You're a bear claw, my lord. Bear claw? I can't eat that. I'm on a diet. Since when? Two days ago. Where have you been? Lost! <laughs> in this giant space station! Do you know we have a floor full of nothing but horrible alien monsters? Yeah, monster floor. And? Please, <laughs> sir, I've traveled so far. Eat this pastry. I am begging you. Well, I won't tell if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if you tell, I'll drop you into a quasar. Uh, oh, you know what would go great with this? Oh, please, no. <laughs> Three days later. Coffee! For your bear claw, my lord. Bear claw? I didn't need a bear claw three days ago. Who told you? Oh, it's you. Well, sir, it's your coffee anyway. Enjoy. Bye. I can't drink coffee by itself. <laughs> sir, I... I don't know what to do. Uh, tell me what. Go get me a coffee and a pastry from Julio. Bring them back here. We'll call it even. I haven't slept in three weeks, so I'm going to be very explicit here. I will get you these things. It will take a considerable amount of time. Other meals will come and go. The coffee will be cold. The pastry may be stale. Just promise me that this is what you want. I'm asking for it, aren't I? Go! Three days later. Ta-da! You're right. It does taste just like Julio's. Isn't it great? I had it installed three days ago. And look, it even comes with a pastry oven. No! No more! I need sleep! Who was that? Hello. So I thought those things were pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. So, uh, what else is going on? Uh, let's see. Let's what, what have see you watched? That. What have I got? Since we skipped right over that part of the I show. I know. Well, that's all right. Um, let's see. What have I watched? I have watched. You know what I saw? I saw an episode of Criminal Minds. You ever watch that show? No. You don't strike me as a person. Oh, dude, I got bored with you when you asked me the question. Wow. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, I don't, I, I see it every now and again, and I kind of like some of these cop shows sometimes. They're kind of creepy. And, um, yeah, it was it was it was pretty good. Okay, so like what happened? Well, all right, this is what happened right there. 
you know, at the beginning of the show, um, there's this couple, they're at the park, they're playing with their kid, blah, blah, blah. We love our kid. She's uh-huh. so nice. And the little, the guy keeps like throwing the ball and the girl keeps bringing it back as if she's some sort of puppy. Right. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. like, I, like, oh, Molly, would, would you like to have a brother or sister? And it's like, yeah. So, so they like, said, what well, one? <laughs> well, they were, we're in the park. Get out of here. We're going to fuck. <laughs> so anyway, um, so the dad goes off, you know, he throws the ball again and he goes off and because the girl runs off to get the ball and then they chat for a second and then he's like, oh, I'm going to go get her. And the woman's like sort of preparing their picnic or whatever. And does like, this lead into like the, no, the, the origin story of the Punisher? No. Okay. But what it does is it it's sort of like because I'm thinking the kid. Uh-huh. The, like the kid's gonna get to usually oh, these yeah. serial killer things right so the woman's there and this guy comes and he's just like my daughter's missing can you can you know can you can you help right. me and she's just like oh my and god and the oh answer to that is no yeah exactly i so, will wait but the for thing my is, husband though, he's just like you know he's just like a normal looking they're they're at a park lots of people let around. me guess let me guess average height Mid thirties, yeah, exactly. white guy, exactly alone, right? So serial killer, exactly. So he ends up <laughs> killing her. But the way of they played he it, does. no, no, no. But what was great about it is because you think that for a second, and but it really does. They really did play it like this was going to be like a kid kidnapping. When okay, it was like they fucked this woman up big time. Huh. So that was that was pretty good. Uh, watched a, a bunch of Arrested Development reruns. Okay. With chubby Michael Sarah, because oh, he was chubby Christ. back then. Yeah, um, and that show just it was all those chocolate covered bananas. I know, huh? I guess. And well, he likes the cock. Well, <laughs> so yeah. if you get fat eating cock, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> so, um, I've heard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else have I watched? I did watch last week's Glee. Uh, with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Did you watch it? That was all right. I liked some of the songs. And I got to tell you, I saw an ad for what's tonight's episode. Yeah. For the first time ever, Glee does an original song. So yeah. I'm just like, okay, you know what? The stories for this show don't hold me. No. Okay. Not anymore. All right. Really? The only ones I can, the, the only one, the, the only, I'm getting to the point where the only thing I'm looking forward to now is when Santana and Brittany make out. Which isn't That's happening anymore. Pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but like the stories just kill. I don't give a fuck about regionals. I really don't. No. I'm voting. I'm, I'm sort of like rooting for whoever shows up with a boom box, box and lip syncs. <laughs> That's where I am with regionals right now. So you want Millie Vanilli to win. Exactly. All right. So, um, but it was just, but, but now that they're going to do an original song. I've heard two of them already. They're not that great. Exactly. So it's like the only thing that was keeping me engaged was songs that i like you know like they did joan jets do you want to touch last week yeah, it was pretty good that was really good i liked yeah. it you know they did songs last week that i kind of dug i'm like yeah. all right this is kind of cool original song and it was for regionals right no well they say was it regionals gonna, tonight gonna, uh you know what halfway, did you, oh, you didn't halfway through the episode they weren't at regionals Okay. They were still. I at thought school. tonight was supposed to be regional. I don't know. Puck's Puck's song actually was not that bad. It was like a Stray Cat style song, so I like that. Anyway, um, but otherwise, there. You know, I watched a little bit of Family Guy. I did rewatch um, the Family Guy Return of the Jedi. I like that episode. One. That was pretty fun. And as I'm looking around your room and I'm seeing the shuttle, uh, yeah. you know, all I think of is just like, oh, you know, shuttle such and such wishes to land 
<laughs> land as daintily as a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like um, that one. That was my second. If I had to rank them, I think uh, the Empire one got the idea of of satire a lot better than the first one did. Yeah, and not and it did it better than than Jedi, but Jedi did it better than a New Hope. New Hope, yeah, because a New Hope was just about sticking characters into scenes with their own quirks. Yeah, they, they didn't seem to be as invested in it. And yeah. Then, it's and like, then it's, it's like, hey, like, let's, oh, let's, let's, let's make the child molester does. dude, the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Great. So all he, all he, all it was, was one note shit from him. Well, what, you know? well, what got me though, and what, it was really interesting because I'm watching it and I'm watching the scene where old man Obi-Wan is talking to Chris Luke. Yeah. Okay. And, and he sits down, which made me think, because in the real movie, like in the, the like the movie, it does it too. Like, wh- wh- why does Obi Wan need to sit down? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's old. Yeah, he's an old. Because I mean, because because Alec Guinness needed to sit down. Exactly. But I just think. Exactly. But I'm. Yeah. I, it's just sort of like, huh? Why did Obi Wan need to sit down? Like, yep. Now having him go to sit down from? and falling through the log that yeah. would have been funny. Oh well, but, that would have been funny. Huh? It's in the outtakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, like you see Frank Oz gotcha, pull George. the log out of the way. He's like, ah, gotcha, Georgia. Gotcha. Um, what else? Cole and I watched Clone Wars today. All right. That was pretty good. Yeah. Wasn't bad. I didn't think that whole story arc needed to be three episodes. No, nah, I don't think it needed to. It either. could have been two, but I mean, you gotta you you give Tarkin a good two full episodes. Yeah, but I would have so. liked to see more of Tarkin. It's like, see more. Well, see, I think we're gonna see, we're going. To. I think we're going to. It would have been nice to see more of Tarkin and Anakin chatting a bit. I think I think um, Yularen's gonna get moved, and Tarkin will be yeah in charge of Anakin's fleet at yeah, I some can see point. That. And that's why the Emperor is on Tarkin's Star Destroyer at the end of Sith. Yeah. That, to me, makes the most sense. Yeah. But it's too good. He's too good a character. And right. Anakin agrees with him too much. And there's... You, you remember watching A New Hope. And it's like, how the fuck does Tarkin... Through all three movies, it's like there's two people that tell Vader what to do. The Emperor yeah. and Tarkin. How the fuck does Tarkin get away with that? Yeah. And this is starting to show they respect each other. Yeah. So if Tarkin yeah, says that's enough, freely. yeah, then Vader must. Oh shit! Yeah, that is enough. Okay, my buddy's saying so. You know, it was interesting. I'm watching today. Was one of those days where like shit came out of my kids' mouths that I thought was absolutely hilarious. Okay, so Cole and I watched. We watch the episode and then we see the previews for the 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 one hour season finale, yeah, which isn't for two weeks, right? And Cole goes, oh. Well, it looks. Oh, what does he say? He said, so I guess Ahsoka makes it through this whole season. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So the other thing he said today that was really funny was, um, uh, I was we were waiting for Olivia to come out of band, and we're playing I Spy. So he says I Spy something really strange looking. And just kind of joking, I go, oh, me? He goes, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and then this morning, Lily Lily wanted her hair in a ponytail, right? Because okay. she had yoga this afternoon. So she wanted her hair in a ponytail. I'm like, Lily, I could just, I, I, I can do it. And she goes, Daddy, you're not really very good at this. 
<laughs> she said, mommy does a better job. And I'm like, all right, fine, you know, fine. So I drop her off at school. I give her a kiss goodbye. I'm like, bye, Lily. Your hair looks really nice. I couldn't have done, I couldn't have done a better job myself. She goes, you really couldn't. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, you are gonna regret. Oh, no, no, them say I, whatever no, they want. No, but you know what it is. <laughs> I love because it's they're like very quick witted, and I have so much respect for that. You know, Olivia. All Olivia right. is quick witted and gets herself into trouble. Yeah. All right, because she's but, also quick tempered too. Exactly. Yeah. All right, but Cole is Cole is the one who has a quick wit, and he's really funny. He's the one who. Plays with words the way the way yeah. I, I I like to. He's well, his stuff isn't fantastic. directed at a at, at you. No, because when much. he's it's mad, like, it's joking, right? But because yeah. when he's mad, he's just like, "You're a jerk. Get out of my room." Like, yeah, dude, I'm I'm not in your room. Yeah. The, and, and by the way, shut the, the fuck kitchen. up. Yeah, <laughs> but he'll just be like, "Look, I just I just have." Basically, he's saying, "I have no patience for you right now. Yeah. You need to get the fuck away from me." <laughs> Boy. And Lily, when I'm mad at Lily, Lily just sort of shuts down and gets sad. She doesn't like it when I'm upset with her. Uh, so, but um, so yeah, that's there hasn't been really much to watch lately. So I've been watching like Bones and stuff oh. like that with Julie. I like that show. It's a oh, fun right. show. I thought that was like a last resort kind of thing. No, I kind of like it. I think it's a fun show. All right, all right. It's it's got you know some humor in there, and yeah. you know, I don't like that guy too good. much. I like him in like short bursts. No, he's he's good. Full episode. No, he's good. I just don't like him. I don't know. I probably would like it if I watched it, but yeah, know. it's not bad. It's got some interesting, uh, interesting stories. Hmm. I watched a movie called Aliens versus Ninjas. Oh yeah, two thirds of it was really interesting and funny and good, yeah. and then it got a little. Was it as good as Zombies versus Ninjas? It got a little boring. I don't remember that. What was that? <laughs> that was the one my kids did last summer. Oh. Shit, I was thinking it was some shitty Japanese movie. No, it was a <laughs> shitty American. No, it wasn't <laughs> shitty. It was adorable. Um, I watched half of Season of the Witch, the yeah. Nicolas Cage movie, and it's fucking ridiculous, <laughs> and I love it. And I saw Battle L.A., which uh, we have a review from Roger Ebert later. Yeah. Um, and I sort of agree with him, but... um. I watched a Louis Thoreau episode uh, from the BBC there uh, called The Most Hated Family in America Uh about the Westboro Baptist Church. You know, I just don't get them. I really don't. I could call it up. uh, Are they the ones that that are sort of the inspiration for Kevin Smith's Red State? Yeah, they're the ones that picket soldiers' funerals because they think that funerals... um, Well, hold on. Let me just call up any part of it. <laughs> um, uh, where did it go? All right, let's see. Uh, 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 put the DVD in. <laughs> and let's see. Hold on. You don't think DVD's got to start spinning you don't up. Really man. think anybody? I don't shut up. Buying that, dear. Okay. Just give me any point to skip to, and um. Like it's an hour long. Just give me a. Why does that look like an episode of the Brady Bunch? It well, it could be. Okay, like go just ahead. just pick any time. Um, twelve twenty three. Okay, I'll do twelve twenty four. Okay, as close as I can get. Oh, we're born. 
With the girls especially, I sensed there was another side to their story, and I was curious to know more. The next day, and I was on my way to see Jael Phelps, niece to Shirley, cousin to Megan and Becca, and in her day job, a nurse in training. It would be a chance to meet another of the younger women, and also to ask about some of the family members who were no longer in the church, having run off or been excluded. Basically, too smart to stay around. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. Can we come in? Uh-huh. Can you show us around a little bit? This is our the computer study area. That's, this is a picture of all the girls in the church when they were younger. That's my How grandma. About that? Let's see that. Mm-hmm. Who's that? That's Kathy. She's gone now. Yes. And who's and that? This is Betty. This is Fred Jr.'s wife. This is my Aunt Liz. This is Dot. Um, she, she, she's gone. Right. Um, this is Becky. That's my grandma. This is um, her daughter, Sharon, who's also gone. Is everyone <laughs> else going to stay, do you think? Who? who everybody else? Yeah. Yeah? As far as we know. <laughs> I, I think so. You're going to stay? I was going to stay, yes. Do you like it? I love it. Do you? Yes, I do. I really do. As far as you're concerned, those people that have, have gone away, they're going to hell? Yeah. yeah. What if you don't believe in the Bible? Well, then you're going to hell. <laughs> that, that shit's funny. So I'm funny. going to hell? Yes, Louie, you are. You're going to hell. <laughs> you are. Anyways, this is my room. She um, wants to fuck him. Ta-da. <laughs> I think she just wants to There's fuck anything. Everywhere. Honestly. Well, and yes. then what is this one? Oh, you like it? She's yeah. totally it's, repressed. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven. It's awesome. It's, Do you think that's it's what lightning. it might look like? Okay, hold on. When? Here's the funny thing. Get You know where lightning originates from? It's like the clouds. ground, and it shoots up to the clouds. Like, uh, yeah. in reality, right? So it's not the wrath of God from the heavens. It's <laughs> It's more like like Satan's <laughs> static electricity, right? You know what I mean? Scripture is fulfilled. That kind of thing that you... And other similar things, natural disasters, it's going to get more and worse, and it's going to be so awesome. Has there ever been a time when you... Awesome. you I thought it was um, fitting to play that part. Yeah. Tempted? I don't want to talk about that. I don't think it's appropriate. I'm not going to dwell on anything inappropriate, if I can possibly help it. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> Wait, what did he I'm ask I'm not going to answer that if question. she was ever tempted. Oh. We're going to um, seek that which is good and abhor that which is evil. And so that's why we're not going to dwell and tell you about every single sin that we ever talked, we ever did in our life. It's not sinful to get married, is it? And if you wanted to do that, then how do you do that? Well, first of all, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Why wouldn't that happen? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Because I'm J.L. Phelps and I serve God. That's why. That's why. And I'm not going to go seek seeking after that because it's foolishness. Your father, Jonathan, right. he got married. He did. Your grandfather, Gramps, Pause. he did. got married. Really oh, Look, I'll be the first to admit that there's a great deal of marriage that is foolishness. Oh, it's yeah. a ridiculous thing to do. It can be, yeah. Okay, you know, but it is what it is, and it's fun for the most part, and right. all that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay? 
I don't think that's what she she means. She says it later. Uh, you got married, and so why should you be any different? Well, Louis, we're living in the last of the last days. Time is very short. Well, so I was going to say that, but times could, are very different than what they were could be 15 years ago. There could, but I'm not going to plan it, and I'm not going to seek after it. I'm not going to dwell on it. It's not my interest. It's not my. It's not my focus. I'm a. I'm a dumb young girl, but I'm not that dumb and goofy to go. <laughs> it's so silly. I'm. I'm not going to talk. I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's that's a majority so of what happens with them. Wanna... Is okay. is they get to a point where they're going to admit something that could show a crack in the faith they have in the church, and then they go, just go to another just, chunk. This is, but then they just shut down. They're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Let me. This is the gotta see more of this. this I okay. find this amusing. Um, how about this guy? This guy was uh, a documentary filmmaker who filmed the church and then joined it. Okay. So Louis here is very interested in what's going on with him. Family here all the way from Florida. Mm -hmm. And do you, are you glad you did that? Absolutely. It's the only thing that I, at the end of the day, can say that I'm really, really glad that I did. The only thing. Mm -hmm. Not, yeah. not creating Grant's children. Disciple of God. Anybody like who has a sincere message, an ambassador from God, preaching a sincere message of God, is a prophet. Gramps is a prophet, as are all of these other people around about here. So these are some of the ones, these are ones, some of these are kind of random, aren't they? Well, they're not like random. This one. Liz Taylor. Of course she's a fag lover. Of course she is. And Desmond Tutu. Oh. How do you choose? He's a, he's, he can't help but lie about the scripture every single time choose, he opens his mouth. How do you he's choose an, who he's going to make the science about? Well, look, there's no logic here. Actually, there's plenty of logic. Anybody who's in the news who supports the, the filthy fag agenda... We're going to make a sign about it. Did you feel this way about homosexuality well, what about before the you came one? here? I, no, of yeah. course not. Why, what, what was your feeling? I was the smartest man in the world. I embraced the philosophy of libertarianism. I was... <laughs> was? Okay, first, I was the smartest man in the world and I embraced libertarianism. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Those two things... Don't make he any just, sense. Wow. Then what? Then what? He stuck an ice pick in his, in his eye socket, swished it around a little bit. And... Uh, you have to lend me this movie. Oh, wait. It's, it's, yeah, I will lend it to you. It's okay to be gay. And... I was a genius. Yeah, what is this? Look I at this. I was a genius. That's a little offensive. Oh, well. To you know, people in, in Britain uh, consider her an icon. That's Princess She Diana. split hell wide open when she died. She's a fag enabler and she'll Princess be in hell Diana. A fag all enabler? Yeah. You Princess know why? Diana. Remember you know the homo enablers from Daily goodness, Coach? Oh. I don't in addition to the funeral pickets, the church also does a multitude of local pickets of churches and other targets chosen by the pastor. So where are we actually going to now? Uh, we're going to a picket here at the Jew Church. The, the what did you say? The Jew Church. That sounds a little anti-Semitic when you say the Jew Church. These people hate God and worship the rectum. The, the rectum? Not a rectum. Barely knew them. Oh. It does. Yeah. They worship that which they desire. That feel makes them feel good. Why it's an expression of the flesh. It's a metaphor. You take. Of course, it is. Idolatry, fornication. All manner of sexual perversion go hand in hand, Louie. They all go hand in hand. 
We're talking about Palace defiance against God Almighty. <laughs> the Jews killed Christ. You're going to try to say they worship the same God as I worship? They killed Christ. What do you... New what do you, flesh, Brainiac. Christ was Jewish. What I'm trying to tell you, Brainiac, is Christ was God. They yes. were living in a Jewish area, so of course the Jewish people were involved, but a lot of them weren't They were involved? involved. What do you mean they were involved? They called for the his Roman, crucifixion. Anyway, the Romans did it, not the Jews. Their crucifixion. The Jews did it. They live in callous defiance of the scripture. And I got to warn them about it, Louis. It's my unction. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, show my people their transgression. What scripture is he talking? Is he talking Old Testament scripture or the New I, Testament I scripture that was being written about I'll what was going you, on at the know, time? It's a crime against God, those sunglasses. <laughs> hey, he's a bass master, all right? <laughs> he, got the, um, he ordered those at 3 o'clock in the morning. After I watched this, one part of me just wanted to rip the audio and just put it out as a show. <laughs> Seriously. Like, uh, oh, holy shit. Holy fucking shit. Wow. Did you see anything else? Did you watch anything else? Oh, what did I watch today? There's nothing. I, there's, I don't know. Um, I, just, I haven't had a lot of time. Let me see if either. I watched anything else. Let me check what I have here. Uh, you know what I started watching? Pretty Baby. What's that? That's a Brooke Shields movie from the early 80s. Mm-hmm. There's something I, I read somewhere, something about the script, and I wanted to watch the movie. Oh, okay. So I started watching that. Huh. You know what else? You know what I've been reading? It's really, really cool, and there's like a quick little app about it. But huh. anyway, um, it's called The Hollywood Economist. Oh, somebody recommended that to me. I might have. It might have been me. Maybe. And um, it includes the book, which is great because you get the book for free. And right. There's like a shitload of extras, too. So it's uh, it's really interesting. It's really, really cool how it talks about you know all the financing of movies and how it all goes right. down and all that. Oh, excuse me. It's really good. Huh. Let's see. Uh, should we take a break, you think, first? Oh, wait. This one's uh, kind of entertainment as well. I think we should do this. Um, this one I promised like two weeks ago we would we would do, and then we I forgot. Uh, the, the headline on this says, Ruling says theater not racist for telling black people to be quiet before a Tyler Perry film. <laughs> <laughs> Partly what caught my attention was the fact that there's a picture of black dynamite here, but it's not black dynamite, it's just right. Michael Jai White. It sounds like an onion headline, but it really it's, does. But it's most definitely true. A white theater manager in Delaware was deemed a racist by the Human Relations Commission when he used a quote condescending tone to tell an almost entirely black audience to get off their phones and be quiet before a Tyler Perry movie. The Delaware Supreme Court has now ruled that this was, in fact, not racist, despite allegations of humiliation, <laughs> which also cited... Can you imagine the judge going, I mean, it's like, come on, those people are always talking. Oh, <laughs> Despite allegations of humiliation, which also cited that the theater had extra security and were double-checking ticket stubs on the uh, that opening night. Let me tell you. Any big movie that you're going to expect crowds on in a rowdy theater, you're going to have security and double-check tickets. Here's a quote. The warning about cell phones was shown on the screen and then was delivered in person in the largest of the three auditoriums by Stewart. I guess that's the the manager's last name, according to court papers. Some patrons later said Stewart's tone was offensive and condescending as if he were speaking to children. And... 
because the crowd, which had been well-behaved to that point, was, quote, 90 to 95 percent black, some felt it was racist because it implied that blacks did not know how to behave in a movie theater. During the movie, I had a one and a half hour conversation with, <laughs> with the screen. <laughs> All right, uh, I wasn't there. This is this is the, from the the person that wrote the article. I wasn't there, so I can't comment on either the behavior of the patrons or the tone of the manager. But I think the issue is that the warning was given preemptively before any actual offenses were taking place, which is not standard procedure in any theater I've been to. Well, you haven't been to enough theaters or regular <laughs> people screenings, honestly. Nor this one, according to patrons, it is stereotyping by giving such a is it stereotyping by giving such an announcement in a movie you know is going to have an almost entirely black audience? No, because I think you know what you can do that for movies with teenagers in it too. Yeah, exactly. And we have, haven't we? I've stopped movies, man. I think I think we gave a warning to the people that were there to watch Eight Mile and the people that were there to watch Dawn of the yeah. Dead. Um. Anytime you you run the risk of of an audience overreacting to stuff, it's always good to have a presence in the theater, yeah. and that's what he did. Maybe this is maybe he learned. Maybe this was the nine o'clock show, and he learned from the seven, or maybe it was the eight o'clock show, and uh, maybe it was the nine o'clock show. He learned from the eight o'clock show. You never know. Um, I want to know what other people think. Um, would you be offended if somebody came into a theater and said, "Get the fuck off your cell phones," politely? Honestly, I wouldn't. I would say thank God because I'm not one of those yeah. assholes that's always on his phone in a movie theater. So it's uh, what is what's on two zero six three three eight three zero nine four, and it's are you serious podcast at gmail dot com. So with that said, I will minimize the picture of black dynamite as much as it pains me, and I think we'll take our first break. How about All right. Podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant, blissful state of agreement. I mean, the main the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroke and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. Just really it's isn't. not visually striking. No. I'm just, just getting confirmation. It's just in, that's the third time though. I mean, I must, this is on. You can find us at chinstrokerversuspunter.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could fuck any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, he wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody. <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep a secret. Listen. 
it. It's getting closer. Much closer. Don't be afraid. Be very, very afraid. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we have to sacrifice a few hours a week to podcast about whatever you find important, but we think you're crazy asking us to write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each of us is a podcast about other podcasts. A podcast about television. A podcast about films. A podcast about music. A podcast about books. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours. The Podcast Podcast. The Podcast Podcast is your one-stop source for all the podcasts on the internet. Each week we have very special guests from some of the best shows on iTunes so that you can decide if you should check them out or keep on moving. Find us at thepodcastpodcast.com or search for us in the iTunes store by looking for me, Fozzy Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E. I'm here with Bill Byforce and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about Outside the Cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take us to church. Uh, What can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. (laughs) Uh, Is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. You review all these exploitation, horror, comedy, cult, and often all-around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. (laughs) I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, Yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one one star too many. (laughs) Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, Scott. That was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. I'm for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much.
I got. I was always. We were just saying. Um, I was always a fan of David Lee Roth. He always. He always made Van Halen really fun, and then yep. he was really fun when he was done. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now that, that's winning. That is winning. Okay. The fuck is wrong with that guy? I don't know. I have, yeah, I haven't heard much about him lately, though. Who Charlie Sheen? Charlie or David Sheen? Lee Roth. Did, no, Charlie Sheen. All right, let's do a quick Google search. And we'll look under news. Yeah, but th- he hasn't like you haven't. I mean, it's just the same ranting bullshit. So, so until he wraps himself around a telephone pole, um, you won't hear anything. What's the latest thing? He he has a live tour. Nice violent torpedo of truth. <laughs> That's awesome. Holy shit! I, I would go, go just I to go. just to interview him, but I'd be afraid he'd kill me. Let's see. Um, uh, actor Charlie Sheen is bringing his live show to five more venues, including New York's famed Radio City Music Hall. How do you get to Radio City Music Hall? You lose Drugs your fucking and mind. Whores. That's yes. how. <laughs> Sheen is adding five dates to his Violent Torpedo of Truth tour. Tickets go on sale Thursday for performances in Ohio, Connecticut, Boston, and New York City. I want to go. The actors' shows in Detroit and Chicago on April 2nd and 3rd sold out quickly. Additional performances are scheduled for April 5th in Cleveland, April 6th in Columbus, Ohio. April 8th at Radio City Musical. He will also perform at the Oakdale Theater in Wallingford, Connecticut. And you Boston's, know it's, holy shit, Boston's Aganis Arena on April oh, really? 12th. That's, That's a pretty big place, street. huh? Yeah. Sheen was fired last week from the CBS hit show Two and a Half Men. He then sued the show's producers for one hundred million for breach of contract. And you know that hundred million dollars was said like Doctor Evil. Yeah, yeah. He told his lawyers, Eugene, I want you to sue them for a hundred million dollars. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that that guy. And you know that part of the show is, hey, yeah. Uh, what does he get a blowjob from a porn star? <laughs> and then I'll oh. do some lines from Major League. <laughs> and then I'll just do some lines. <laughs> oh, oh man. wow. That would okay. be interesting. It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Okay, so um, let me find the first. Let me, well, let's start with this one. Oh, my God. This is... The, leave Japan alone. <laughs> if you... If you were cross-dressing and, and replaced Britney with with Japan, you'd be all set. That'd be really fun. Oh, so Glenn Beck says the earthquake in Japan is a message from God because the Ten Commandments aren't followed. So rather than reading all this bullshit out loud, I'm going to play you the audio clip. We can't see the connections here. Now, look, I'm not saying God is, uh, you know causing earthquakes well i'm not saying that he i'm not not saying that either (laughs) god what god does is god's business i have no idea but i'll tell you this whether you call it gaia or whether you call it jesus there's a message being sent and that is hey you know that stuff we're doing not really working out real well maybe we should stop doing some of it (laughs) i'm just saying and like doing what? Being Japanese? I got home, and I was thinking about all the messages that I could I bring really in, so. all the things that I could <laughs> tell you. And, oh, I've got stuff on Hezbollah. I've got, oh, I have stuff on radical Islam in America that'll make your eyes fall out. Hmm. Or, you know, could you I pause that for a second? I want to know if there's a talk show host in, in like, Afghanistan <laughs> going, you know what? 
there is some uh, some rampant American going on in the Muslim <laughs> countries. Yeah. I think you hear that. No, I don't think you do. And the answer is, buckle up. Buckle up, because it's going to be a bumpy ride. thought it was plastics. Make sure you keep your arms <laughs> and legs inside the car at all times, because things are going to get bumpy. And uh, just a few reminders there at the beginning, as this roller coaster takes off, always a good safety tip. Keep your arms and legs in. Don't do anything stupid. What so do you stop say we follow the show. big top ten? You can call them Moses' Ten Commandments or... <laughs> yes. Ten rules of um. What do you say we start doing those things? Because the things we are doing really suck. And they're not getting better. But what is he talking the about? Fuck. How how he just, it sounds like he's ready to open for Charlie Sheen. Oh my god, yeah. Well, did we did the story that, that Fox is considering not renewing his contract, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Um The Ten Commandments are not rules to live by. Except for the thou shalt not kill and fuck other people. Other than that, none of that matters. And I really think that that's supposed to be in the one rules. Don't fucking kill anybody. Hey, all right. But, like, keep the, 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 the Sabbath holy and uh, don't worship false idols. And that those are not rules to live by that, that, like, help you every day. Plus, those are just rules that one group of people, like the Christians, there's a lot of other religions. There's, I just, you know not, what? Not to mention all of the religions, origi- all of those three religions, Islam, um, the, the, he, what, what is the word I'm looking for? Christianity and... Um, and um, Buddhism? No, no. Judaism? Yes, that's the word that I could not think of. It's all about Judy Jetson? They all... <laughs> Judy Tanuda? Either one of those is appealing, actually. <laughs> um, all of them are basically Middle Eastern religions, which is really funny that during the Crusades, didn't they head back to the Middle East to bring them Christianity? Yeah. It's like, dude, we already had it. We got rid yeah. of it. Fucking hell. <laughs> so, it's, just, it's all so <clears throat> silly. Yeah. So in, on a serious note, because... I mean, the the Japanese earthquake, like... It's like, it's the weather, okay? Plate tectonics, like you said, okay? It's, oh, that's all it is. It's terrible and it's horrible. Absolutely. It's, it was, it was, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Like. It looked like a, it looked like a movie set, the, the, the news. It looked like. Just water, just. It it didn't even look like water. It was like, it was like a tidal wave made out of wood. Yeah. Unbelievable. So. To balance out idiot boys fucking bullshit, um, I have a, a website here that's seven ways you can help. Seven simple ways to help. So that should put a couple people at ease, huh? Uh, number one, you can text to donate, um, just like you did for Haiti. Mm-hmm. You can text um, the word Red Cross. It's one word. That's why I said the word to 90999. Each text will provide $10 towards the Red Cross humanitarian efforts. And there's a, a petition out there to have AT&T and Verizon release those funds immediately instead yeah. of holding on to them for 90 days, just like Haiti. Um, you can donate via Facebook, apparently. Um, there's a campaign in Causes to raise at least $25,000, and I'm sure they have already because this was posted like a day ago. Um, here's an interesting one. Buy virtual goods. 
Virtual sweet potatoes and the Japanese tsunami may not seem related. Buying digital crops could help children affected by the earthquake. Okay, so you can do stuff through Farmville. Uh, hey, uh-huh. finally something useful for Farmville to do. There had to be a reason. You can embed code. In the website. That's kind of If cool. you run a website and want to get your customers or users involved in relief efforts, all you need to do... do, do you know, I think you got to go back to the Farmville thing and explain how that's going to work. The company that that produces Farmville, they're going to take the money that you spend... Yes. Because like, you're going to buy little credits or whatever to buy your Farmville bullshit stuff. Okay. And they're going to donate some of that money to okay. Japan. So, Zynga? Zynga. Zynga? Like yeah. So, okay. Zynga. So I just wanted to throw that out there. That well, yeah. I'll read the whole thing. Then. I didn't know if, uh, if that was interesting or not. So Zynga, known for its effective social good campaigns, has partnered with Save the Children's Japan Earthquake Tsunami Emergency Fund to get its users to donate money through the purchase of virtual goods on Cityville, Frontierville, Farmville, and its other games. 100% of the proceeds, 100%, that's yeah. plural percent. Yeah, that's good. It's <laughs> good talk. It is. I talk real good. I talk purdy. <laughs> um, of the proceeds from the, by the way, uh, uh, remind me, uh, I got to tell you a story about something Ripley said while we were watching Clone Wars. Okay. 100% of the proceeds from the purchase of sweet potatoes in Cityville, Radishes in Farmville, or Kobe Cows, that's fitting, in Frontierville will go towards Save the Children's efforts to provide relief in the Pacific. The world's largest social gaming company is shooting to raise $2 million for relief efforts. Zynga has raised millions of dollars over the last few years with these types of social good campaigns, most notably for the relief efforts in Haiti. And I was just joking that finally a good use for Fireville because obviously they had done it before. Yeah. So actually it was Nova. So Nova woke up early from her, her afternoon nap. So I brought her downstairs so she didn't wake up her sister. And we watched um, the middle of the Citadel okay. trilogy there because R2 was in it a lot. Yeah. And R2 had battle droids, and she knows that the Roger Roger robots are bad guys. Yeah. Because she's three. She just turned three. And um, K2B4, his command tactical droid, came on. Mm-hmm. And the droid's yellow and purple. No other droid really is that colorful. Right. And Nova, go- she like did the fist thing and started shaking. She's like, oh, that droid. That robot pretty. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's a girl's voice. So it's um, Ahsoka doing the voice of the robot, oh, actually, Eckstein. So, yeah, that droid can be pretty. That's funny. So, very fitting. Not that boys can't be pretty. Adam Lambert's pretty. <laughs> I, look, man. I I've heard. I don't judge. Fuck, more shit is... for Reverend Scott that just ripped right out of the I show. I know, huh? Okay, so the next one is embed some code. And I've actually seen this on quite a few sites already. Yeah, I have. Um, if you run a website and want to get your customers or users involved in relief efforts, all you need to do is embed a simple snippet of code. The hello bar places a simple message at the top of your website with just a few lines of code. The service, which is in private beta, has decided to open its doors to anybody willing to help the victims of the crisis in Japan. Simply sign up with the invite code Help Japan, one word, and you can quickly get the code snippet you need to embed a customized hello bar that will drive donations. And then uh, there's a full article to explain the whole thing. Um, like a Facebook page, yep. the people over at explore.org are donating $1 for every like of the Dog Bless You Facebook page up to $100,000. Okay, you know what? Something like that. It's like if they're willing to spend $100,000, you know what? Don't wait for people to, to, to like your page. Just send the $100,000. <laughs> okay, I mean, I mean, seriously. You know they will. That's the thing. But you know what? They're they're doing something, right? 
Oh, I had calf marks on. So let's see. Dog bless you. How many people do they need to sign up? A dollar for each one. Yeah, how many for each they person? One hundred and forty-eight thousand. All right. So anything you do is not going to help. Well, you never know. I just it I just, just says up to a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Well, that was yesterday too. So. Okay. Um, let's see. Ways to help on Twitter. Harness the power of your Twitter account to do some good for the people of Japan. Here are some key hashtags. Okay. Earlier this morning, Twitter published a blog post detailing ways you can help with the relief efforts. Not only have they updated Japan's mobile website with the latest information on the disaster, but they have also published a list of hashtags to tweet and or follow related to the crisis. Here are some key hashtags to remember. Um, Jishin, J-I-S-H-I-N, focuses around general earthquake information. Anpi, A-N-P-I, a hashtag for the confirmation of the safety of individuals or places. Hinan, H-I-N-A-N. These all have the hashtag in yeah. front of them, by the way. Uh, evacuation information. 311care is a hashtag regarding medical information for the victims. And pray for Japan, a general hashtag for support and best wishes for victims of the crisis. And I saw this one actually yesterday. Uh, donate via iTunes. In the oh. iTunes store, right on the front page, you can just click a button, donate 5 10 25 50 100 or $200. So everybody's kind of coming together. I hate to say it, but it seems like Haiti. <clears throat> what? Where was the other tsunami? What What country was that? That was Indonesia a Indonesia. bunch of years ago. Yeah. So that was that was the first big Pretty one sure. that everybody kind of Indo- yeah Indonesia everybody kind of rallied around Malaysia. and then yeah, yeah and then Haiti kind of kind of like ironed out all the the wrinkles and shit yeah in uh, relief effort and stuff and now it's like. Yeah. You can mobilize in minutes. Now. So the next, the next big disaster <laughs> is set. We're right on top We're of that. We're right shit. on top of Just this. Just to, to give five bucks. Seriously. We're all set. But I wanted to balance it out and give people a whole bunch of different ways to. To help if they haven't already, I'm sure well, a bunch just, of people already. You know, have. it's a good thing God gave us the, um, you know, the rock internet. and roll. <laughs> the God internet. gave rock and roll to you. So uh, let's see where we are with with time here. Oh, I think we should do a break. What do you okay. think? I think we'll leave that just. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Glenn Beck says, says stupid shit. Here's how to make it better. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's this one.
country called England. Three cinephiles battle weekly against the onslaught of movie releases. They review, dissect, and discuss until each is defeated. Jordan is the host. Ian is the sweary one. And Noel is the grandpa. And together they are the 35mm heroes. Dig it, bitches. Grom, I have never played to you before. I have no tongue for it. No one, not even you, will remember if we were good podcasters or bad. Why we recorded or why we voicemailed. All that matters is Metal Mikey stood against many. That's what's important. Valor pleases you, Crom. So grant me one request. Grant me action attraction. And if you do not listen, let to hold you. Action Attraction, the action movie review podcast. You can find Action Attraction through MetalMikey.Lipson.com or at www.PennyCult.com or by searching for Action Attraction in iTunes. Brand new for 2010, it's East Coast meets West Coast. Bringing you all the best punk rock, hardcore, and everything in between. Stage dives and high fives with your host, Bill by Force. Massachusetts represents and F13, California love motherfucker. Stage dives and high fives coming soon to an MP3 player near you. Hi, this is famous Hollywood producer Robert Evans. You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood. Like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Allie McGraw. But I've made one great friend, a boffo friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Show Show at showshow.podomatic.com or search Show Show, all one word in the iTunes store. to tell you about this uh at the ipad 2 release the other day oh yeah a bunch of dummies well not i mean they're in line for a product they want that's not a, yeah I but mean, I, I heard they're not that difficult to find is that the truth oh it's not the truth at all huh. they've 
like ordering online, like the stores. You can't get them in the stores. What's what's what is the big difference? That the that... big difference is there's two cameras, like front and back, like on the iPhone four. Uh-huh. Why didn't um, they just do that in the first it's place? Thinner because then you wouldn't buy it on the iPad too. They mm. hold back shit all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's thinner. It's faster. It comes in white. Big deal. Does this have the retina I know, display? So do I. Um, <laughs> you only come in white. <laughs> unless you eat something really fucked up. I know, huh? What I but, heard. Um, what was your question? Does it have the retina display? No, it doesn't. Then I won't buy it yet. You don't need it. It's got a better dis- it's got a better display than what's on your monitor right now. It's got a no, better I display. No, I want a better display than what's on the iPhone. The resolution on that is almost twice as good as a 1080i. Yeah. So but I don't think that it'll go under the iPad. For a while. Well, you know what they need to figure out how to do? They need to figure out how to take the retina display and put it in TVs. Eventually that'll happen. That's, but anyway. That's so, the, probably um, the next time I'll buy a new TV. But it's... Um, I haven't been to the Apple Store to play with it yet. I want to. But um, yeah, so this um, there was this, um, this girl who was the first one in line, I think at the New York Store, and we have her audio from um, this... I'll just let her t- just hit that and let yeah. her tell the story. So, what's ha- really, yeah. really? <laughs> this is when it decides it has the buffer. Are you so just pause it for a second? Me? You get good today. Holy yeah, shit! This thing never up. has to buffer. So, but I um, what was I going to say? I don't know. What were you going to say? I don't know what I want to say. Um, I was on some um, some Mac website, and they were talking about you know the uh, the iPad 2. I was just like, oh, you're going to get one. And there's someone on there like totally just slamming Apple products, and someone's like, well, why are you on an Apple website? Just <laughs> I don't understand that. No, I do. I do. It's just like the Xbox, PlayStation, Sega, Nintendo, whatever, fucking cats and dogs, flame wars that always happen. Let's get on here. And you know, you got to yeah, you got to go somewhere and complain about it because you are you don't feel good enough about yourself, so you got to bitch about it something. It just doesn't I, I mean, don't know. they make a they make a good product and you know, that's why they do. Apple and that's why it's like expensive. 80, 85. But you know what, though? For what you have, it's for what you're getting. It's like the cheap. I think it's like next, probably the cheapest uh, tablet out there right now. They didn't increase the price when they came out with a new one. Oh, still, oh, how much are these now? They're like, like for Wi Fi 16 gigs, it's 500 bucks. That's still, to me, expensive. But I mean, if you were going to buy a netbook, you were going to, you're going to pay like yeah. But all you know, three four hundred really all it is right now to me in my head is a bigger screen iPhone without the phone. But it's it's more than well. Tell me how I'm not being a dick. I mean, that's no no no. How I see it's it. I mean it's you're gonna I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not laughing at. Zoom. No, 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 no. But I'm just. Well, I'll explain it. It's. It's. It's, it's just. It's, about, uh, but it's, it's the same uh, argument uh, we had when the when the when the first one came out. I mean, it's. It's I, I starting. Don't, to, I don't. It's starting to become a content creation device. I mean, you can edit movies on it now. Okay. I mean, not Final Cut type uh, of stuff. Not yet. Not but yet. not yet. Exactly. Okay. And okay. it's it's it, it it's a niche. It's it's in the middle 
of I mean it's 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 your ebook reader. It's yeah. you could watch movies, listen to music, you know, right. look at photographs, and there's a bajillion apps out there. So anything that you can do on your phone, you can do there. You can write on it. You can I mean there are there are movie directors out there now who don't bring a script to the set anymore. They just bring in their iPads yeah. okay. and they're doing shit like that. There's that makes sense. I'd like to see hospitals start using hospitals stuff like are that. are using. Oh, okay, they are. Okay, so it's it's a really interesting it's a really interesting device. Because um, I, I remember pe- people arguing. Um, well, I think Sony's tablet. They're like, oh, well, we could do a, th- a version of FaceTime, but you know, who would use a, a piece of paper sized you know device to to do FaceTime? And then Apple comes out with theirs, and Sony says. We got to rethink ours. Well, that's a, but but here's the you thing. can prop the thing up on your desk like a photograph, yeah, and talk to the people in the photograph. Exactly. This is like Harry Potter shit. Well, what's what's <laughs> getting me there exactly? But what but the thing is, though, FaceTime as cool that as would I be think really FaceTime neat is, if you could do like a Harry Potter photograph where like they just move a little bit. That's like your background. You can it, somebody needs to make the, somebody needs to make the Harry Potter picture. Well, app. it's like the Ken Burns effect that you can. You I know, wonder have if there on your is screen. one. Hold on. Let's keep talking. I'm going to look. I'm just going to type in Harry Potter picture into the app store here because it's, it's so simple. It would like create a GIF like specifically for the phone and it could it age it. It might. It might. But well, it's um, mine. I thought of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Somebody make it for me. doing it. <laughs> so wouldn't that be neat though? I mean, you could have it on your desk and you could change it up all the time. Yeah. Go ahead. So what are we saying? Um, I don't know. I just, I think that this is done loading so you could just have her uh, talk about how she sold her spot in line so i would use it i would use it for reading i'd use it for writing um julie's actually thinking about getting one instead of a macbook oh okay so she's actually it would be half the price Uh, nobody's made that and that's too um, bad it would be half the price and she could write on it get her emails and all that right right so Okay, let's um, let's let's hear what some dumbass did. So, what time did you get here today? I got here uh, Wednesday at five o'clock p.m. Why? Um, well, the hype is the iPad too, but I was thinking of selling my spot. That's smart. Where'd you get that idea? I actually was inspired by uh, seeing an article. I think for the iPhone four uh, last year. Uh, summer and I thought why not do it I moved here nine months ago um, I'm a college student and uh, it's kind of an easy way to make money and it's kind of fun it's an adventure why is it an adventure um, well <laughs> last night it was raining and pouring and people you know you're sitting on the street you're kind of bumming but uh, you just kind of learn like you sit here and admire the beauty for, for two days straight and people come back you. Yeah, like, hey, why are you waiting for the iPad too? And I have to tell them every single time. But this is and it's just, just everything. Everything about this thing on the sidewalk is kind of an adventure. Did you sleep? Uh, I The first night I slept 10 minutes. <laughs> and the second night I slept uh, maybe three hours. And um, what was the most interesting thing that happened to you while you were sitting on the street? <laughs> I had a box of donuts and some random guy just stuck his hand in there and just shoved it in his face. Oh and he's like, and, he, and I'm like, I'm like, what are you looking at? And he's like, nothing. I'm just looking. And then my friend went in to grab it, and then he shoved him out of the way, and he put it in his hand in there, and grabbed three donuts, and left, and just looking at me as he was walking away. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Oh You're stuck in line. <laughs> it was a little weird. <laughs> um, and so you did end up selling your spot. I did. 
awesome. Who did you sell it to? This guy over right here. He's uh, um, someone who actually talked to me from the beginning. Speaking to me, and we were hanging out for a little bit, keeping me company, and uh, in the end, we wanted to buy it. And how did you have many offers? Pardon? Did you have many offers? I did have a. I think the first hour that I was here, I had uh, one offer of six hundred dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> and so, how much did you end up selling it for? Well, what are you going to do with uh, $900? Pay hey, my rent. Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't worth it? Um, yeah. I mean, I just kind of chilled for like two days straight. So, um, yeah. I mean, besides the rain, it was just a nice long shower. I mean, it was worth it. All right. Yeah, $900 for sitting in line for two days. It's $450 a day. Yeah. It's okay, money. I, I don't know why. I, that's great money. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know why. More people don't do that. Only, <laughs> only I think in like New York, San Francisco, L.A. The you guy get away who, with that. The here, guy who I don't bought think. it. The guy who bought the place is a. Um, he did it for the publicity. His company develops oh. iPad and iPhone apps. Oh, so okay. he did it. You know. So so it was company money. And probably they, they yeah. didn't give a shit. Like she probably could have got twelve hundred out of it. So all. who knows. Interesting. But I just think it's I just think it's funny. But that, it's, you know, you know what's really it. funny though? You hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, you know, Mac people, you're all sheep, blah 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 blah." But you know what it is? It's <laughs> like you, you can't you can't fault. All right, Apple makes great products. You you also can't win if you're PC. You have the the same stigma. But but here's the thing. You know? It's like you know what? Apple makes great products. Yeah, they look okay. like they came from the future. By the way. Yeah, and. But the thing is, it's, but there's there's substance as well as as style. Yeah. Okay. Um, so why 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 don't other companies do what Apple does? How come other companies can't do what Apple does? Isn't that what what Windows tried to do with uh, Vista? Is to try to make an OS? Yeah, and, and they tried to have like you know funny commercials. Remember those those yeah. embarrassing commercials with Jerry Seinfeld and Bill Gates? Oh, oh my God, it was painful to yeah. watch. Yeah, the Motorola Zoom now it's it's, it's eight hundred dollars. PCs are 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 business and Macs are creative. You know what? But, but oh, just not all even that. around. But but you know what though? No no no. I mean. But I, I don't mean, think the line advertising. But design, I don't think the line all is. Of that stuff. But I don't think the line is is that is that rigid. No no. I, I'm not talking about the people that use it or anything. I mean the overall perception that they put out. PCs are the ads. They try to connect with people, but. They don't. I'll That's tell like, you what What surprised me when I worked for Raytheon a million years ago, okay, mm-hmm. and you go to these meetings and stuff, and every now and again, an engineer would show up like with a with a Mac laptop or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, he did his work on a Mac, yeah. you know, and we're talking like, I mean, like missiles and shit. Yeah. You know, like when people say this isn't rocket science. Yeah. Do rocket science. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. And Mac's run in all sorts of businesses oh of course so and and it's it's just fascinating that you know people talk about all the 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 cult of mac and all that so it's like any company in the world would love would love the following that that apple has all they did was put the letter i in front of it and now look at it no 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 but but, i mean 
I think you're taking everything I say wrong. No, let no, me, no, let no, me no. go Let me go Here, back. But it's and, not that. It's not that little, though. It's let me, not let that me go insignificant. Back and, that minimizes. And say it. what I was going to say before, and don't interrupt me till okay. I finish because it makes sense. <laughs> PCs are ugly. Yes. For the most part. Alienware stuff looks nice. Dell's kind of look good. But like IBM, the old Microsoft, whatever, the pizza box things, they're ugly. They're made for businesses. They're marketed like like this is what it can do. That's it. There's no there's, – there's nothing else. It's just we made a computer. It will run with Word. This is what you need. But if you look at like a Mac Pro, it's got a curve to it. It's like brushed aluminum. The keyboard lights up. You know, the, it's like the the double touch thing. But the way they market it, like the way they marketed the iPod, was different than everything else around it. The way they 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 market the iPhone is different than other phones. Although some of the Android stuff is a little whimsical, which they're giving them a run for their money. But nothing can compete with those I'm a Mac, I'm a PC ads. But PC tries, but, but, what, it's, but it's rough. What I, th- I think saying it that way, though, suggests that, oh, Macs are pretty and it's all well, marketing. They are. But here's but, the thing. But, but, but here's you, what, you have what, to think about what's behind it. Exactly. It's the mentality of the company behind it. IBM wants, Microsoft wants to sell you just a a lump of circuit boards and processors. Macs want to sell you that, but they sell you an interface, a usable interface, a more an experience than a device. That's what I've been trying to get to. And that's what Apple does. They sell you a whole thing. And honestly, I think people that are stuck with PCs are jealous. Well, I, I think that people need to understand that there's... Yes, it's a beautiful piece of machinery. Yeah. Okay. Max it doesn't, a beautiful it doesn't machine. take that much but, to make it look nice. But on the but like look at that. Look at that. Look at that I HP know. right next exactly. to you. Exactly. It's like a fucking lump of plastic exactly. in a, it that looks like a square. But there's substance underneath the beauty. And that I think that people oh, yeah. I think that Apple doesn't get enough credit for that. It's just like well, oh, it's, it's it's for artsy types. But it's not just for but art. They don't, it's, it's they don't not. push that. I mean, they push the stuff that matters to people like, "Oh, we can organize all your photos, you know, by face or by place yeah. or date." And it does it all intuitively. And that's something that appeals to people in general. Yes. And, but I mean, how do you market a laptop? I mean, uh, a, a PC, uh, not like that. Not by appealing to something everybody does. Take pictures. You know, everybody, everybody that has a digital camera has thousands of digital photographs. Yeah. And if iPhoto will organize them in a in a meaningful way, like like by event, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> what cracked me up, like with with <laughs> iTunes and the iPod, was when. You, you heard so many people just like you know, sort of slamming the iPod and iTunes, yeah. saying that oh, it's 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 crap and it's it's it has no substance, blah blah blah. And iTunes has its problems, but not it's, many. Like what? What? What do you? I just think that that iTunes should be a little separate from some of the iPhone stuff, a little bit. But well, I, I understand because then I think it ends up being too big a beast. 
Well, I understand where they're coming from. I mean, it's their device, so they can make you link it to right. whatever they have. Well, what, to, what, what cracked me up to. was when iTunes became available for PCs yeah. and, and iPods became available right. for PCs. People fucking jumped on those. It's, it's, like, it's like the Star Wars prequels. Fuck them. I'll take two on DVD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, like the Zoom, the Microsoft Zoom. Zune, Zune is yeah. is dead. They're gonna stop making it. Oh, they are. Yeah, that wasn't. They that didn't finally, take long. Oh, that was supposed to be the iPod killer. And they, <laughs> anytime they, you done. attach the word "killer" to the end of yeah. the most popular thing, it's gonna fail. Exactly. Like like there was stuff. It was there was gonna be the uh, the Medal of Honor killer or the the Halo killer or it's like yeah. no no you all failed miserably. Those games just kind of petered out on their own because. Yeah. No one could compete. Well, they thought Gears of War was going to be it, but now there's just so many of them. Like, Gears what of, is Gears of War was okay. I didn't. I, you know what I didn't like about Gears of War? It was too chunky. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. the armor look didn't look good. like it was sustainable to run in. It wasn't it believable to me. But I understand the the, and the gameplay was very similar to Halo. The, so well, the gameplay like, is very similar to every first-person right. shooter. There well, were just not, some different there's events. There's not going to be a lot of variation. I'll really. rent the third one and play it. I don't know. I want to play that Bullet Storm. That actually looks kind of interesting. But I really want to get into Dead Space 2 first because I'm more into the atmospheric storytelling yeah. type stuff. Whatever. <laughs> so, no, I'm not wrecking on apples. I mean, Jesus Christ, I live my fucking life around them. So, um. How about Roger Ebert's review of Battle L.A.? Okay. It's not very long. It says, uh, Battle Los Angeles doesn't open till tomorrow, which isn't true anymore. <laughs> but major sci-fi fan Roger Ebert weighed in on the Alien Invasion movie today, giving it an abysmal half a star wow. on his one to four star rating scale <laughs> and slamming it with some of the most damning and creative... Um, okay. Anyway... Uh, in addition to calling the movie noisy, violent, ugly, and stupid, Ebert also attacked it with these killer comments. Its manufacture is a reflection of appalling cynicism on the part of its makers who don't even try <laughs> to make more than senseless chaos. Here's a science fiction film that's an insult to the words science and fiction and the hyphen in between them. The aliens are hilarious. Do they give Razzies for special effects? Did you have you ever watched Power Rangers at all? Um, yeah, a little bit. Do you Cole, remember the Cole was into that for about forty five seconds? Do you remember the robot that Zordon no. had in his little tower fucking no. thing? Hold on, I need to look him up. <laughs> um, hold on, I forget his name. I want to say it's Seven Zark Seven, but it's not. That was from <laughs> Battle of the Planets. <laughs> um. Let's see. Um, oh, Alpha. The robot was Alpha. Um, here, I'll show you a picture of him here. Right? Okay. That's kind of what the aliens looked like in Battle LA. <laughs> um, they had they had um, a, like a like a like a clam type head. And then uh, slightly kinda, armored body. Kind of looks like a more colorful. Um, oh, who's that dude? In Buck Rogers in the twenty-first oh. century. <laughs> Tweaky. Tweaky. Yeah. Yeah. Bitty, 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 or bitty. Um, bite the, me. The, flam- the flamboyant third member of Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Let's see. Uh, generations of filmmakers devoted their lives to perfecting techniques that a director like Jonathan Liebsman either is either ignorant of or indifferent to. Uh, young men, if you adm- attend this crap with friends who admire it, tactically inform them they are idiots. Young women, if your dates like this movie, tell him you've been thinking it over and you think you should consider spending some time apart. <laughs> wow. Um, it Was it that bad? It's... Okay, here's the problem I have with alien invasion movies. Yeah. They're boring. Like, literally, every one of them is the same. Yes, it is. They're here for the water. <laughs> That's it. That's every fucking movie. Yeah. At least E.T. came for fucking plant samples, and Predators came he to hunt Danny Glover and, salad. And, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. But those, were alien, those weren't alien invasion movies. Those were just alien movies. Mars Attacks, War of the Worlds, Independence Day. Mars Attacks I don't think really counts. I mean, that's a comedy. No, but it's the same formula. Here come the aliens. That one, yeah. actually, I like the most out of all of them. Because Independence you're... Day. I actually watched Independence Day, and Independence Day the other day. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it's a, it was fun. I like, it's, a know, re, it's, a re, it's a remake of War of the Worlds. Of course it is. Like, I don't see why it gets so much credit for being the original movie that it is. I don't think it is, is that original. Nothing it original. Was, you know, it's it. it's fun to watch because it is. It is. I like the people. That's in it. and that's. But I mean, it was it was it showed urban combat. Yeah. Which which was which was very interesting, but the the. See, I would say I would compare it to District Nine, but District Nine wasn't really an invasion movie because right. they were just kind of here. Right. But I would have liked to have seen the alien tech with a little more of a spotlight shown on it. They had this walking tank thing that was almost like it almost reminded me of like like a, a restrained Nazi German shepherd. Okay. That they would walk into battle and it would just fire off like eight missiles at a time. That's cool. But they didn't show it enough. They didn't highlight it enough. You never uh. got a good look at an alien just just there so you could get it in your head what it is and i know you're supposed to feel like oh they don't know what they're looking at they don't know what they're looking for but there were different types of aliens because they're basically like cyborgs okay and i saw some pictures early on of these like just slabs of meat that were in a vague shape humanoid shape and it seemed like they were growing body parts to attach the cybernetics to to throw out into battle I didn't. Okay. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. Um, drone ships that were, you know, intelligent. They tapped into the radio signals. All kinds of stuff that was really interesting, but just didn't. It. It. There was something missing. Just like every alien invasion yeah. movie. Um, because you know what it is. You know that at the beginning of every alien invasion movie, mm. the aliens are going to lose. Yeah. It's like a romantic comedy. You know yeah. that these two are going to get together. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I mean, just, wouldn't it be great to see an alien invasion movie where the aliens win? I'd like to see an alien invasion movie where in one fell swoop they win. Whether it's Avatar and it's humans doing it or it's like Battle LA and the aliens do it. Yeah. Like, you know what? And then you know what? You leave it open for a sequel. Yeah. Like, there's a little resistance. And right. then you know what? You never make the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you say, fuck you to the audience. I mean, you could. I mean, why can't they hang up in orbit and just, like, drop neutron bombs and kill all the people, keep all the buildings and everything? Uh, maybe they don't have that technology. But then, they, 
they can travel through space and all their shit operates off of water as their power source. And they can't. They, come they down can't. With squirt guns. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you guys aren't the ones from science. Fuck. <laughs> Wrong guns. Um. I. It. It. It's very. Yeah. You can draw parallels if you want to, like the conflict in the Middle East, where you know you don't know the enemy you're looking for, and they can show up at any point and stuff like that. <sighs> blah blah blah. I don't know. It's I wanna, supposed to be an allegory. It was like come I, on. I, as a movie. It's it's a throwaway. Yeah. But I did enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. It's not a good movie by any It's stretch. not a film, it's a movie. It's it's a flick. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. But I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I was actually on the edge of the seat for on my edge of my seat for a little bit going, "Oh, they got Oh, see, he made it." Did you take the girls to Rango yet? No. No. It's so good. It's long though. That's the it thing. Like they can they can manage about an hour and a half. I don't know if we could hit 2 hours and they're still good. Yeah, there are some slow parts, mm. but not like not slow like in that's bad. But right. the movie is well, you gotta it's have talking fast paced. Well, it's in it's in it's, it's in a the quote unquote West. Yeah, even though it's set modern day. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I I I want more. You know, that's why I buy the 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 art of books. Yeah. Like so, I can see like what it was I was looking at. See, but or or, but I would think that some of those might get you like bumming, like some of the conceptual stuff. Yeah. It's just like, oh, hey, you had this great idea and you didn't put it in the movie. Yeah, there's for sixty three uh, reasons. In uh, Empire Strikes Back, there's some really interesting yeah. looking snowtrooper designs yeah. that are really like medieval Japanese that they never went with. But yeah. I understand why they didn't do it. So whatever but i you know i found that book like four years after empire came out so <laughs> but i don't know like the aliens were were like 50 percent robotic so they were cyborg that you could the hoyt from true blood was in it oh, yeah. so that was nice you know because he's like the innocent dude as usual yeah but he like they they all of the the stuff you learn about the aliens is either through broadcasts on the TV yeah. or them talking to each other and looking at stuff and saying, oh, well, look at that one. He's different because it's like the head and the top of the body on really long, like octopus type robot legs. And like you see him almost like pointing, directing stuff. And it's like, okay, that must be a commander. So that's the guy we got to aim for. And then there's the grunts and stuff. And they moved really well. Yeah. There was one point where, where one of them actually looked afraid while he was like taking cover and like sliding along the side of a car. So the, I, I didn't think the CG was bad. I think maybe the design was bad overall. It was too busy. Was the story there really, bad? There really wasn't much of a story. Okay. It's um, Aliens come down. It's, yeah. shoot at them. We we didn't know that the aliens were here until they entered our atmosphere. So that shows superior technology to start with. Yeah. Um they they hit a whole bunch of different major cities. Um Aaron Eckhart's character uh, he gets his papers signed so he can like get out. Yeah. But they, you know, he has to go into the into the combat zone, you know, Santa Monica Pier, grab people, bring them out, get them past the line because they're going to bomb Santa yeah. Monica. So okay, but there was there was some stuff that uh, uh, is sort of almost non-conventional. You know, it's like okay, well this this is what happens at this point. This is when the guys you know score a victory. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. Okay, well they're good, good. But I don't know. It was it was good, but overall, <sighs> I, I, I got to give it one more shot and see. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
because I I had I had some high hopes watching it because I know a bunch of people that that I respect yeah. the opinion of really really liked it. But I like I guess I like more of a District Nine than yeah. a uh, War of the Worlds. Yeah. I don't know. Plus the 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 aliens they weren't clearly defined. But I will say this totally skipped over one of the 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 major cliches of these movies. What do you mean it's aliens? <laughs> They're like. You mean like from space? Yeah. Now get moving, soldier. And I was like, fuck, they just blew right past that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you see shit coming, the, the reveal was nice because they, and you actually see it in one of the trailers, stuff hits the water, hits the water. They show that it's like one big thing surrounded by a bunch of smaller ones and they decelerate as they hit the atmosphere. Yeah. And then you see just like two rows of these guys coming out of the water and they just obliterate everything in front of them on the news. How do you deny right. that? I mean, it gets the unbeliever aspect totally done with. So I was I was kind of happy with that. Right. So there were things I liked, and there's things that I need to give another shot to. So we'll see. Um, where are we here? What do we got for time? That's not too bad. Um, I found more. We did. Uh, you might be a Republican. Yeah. Do you want to do the first ten? You might be a teabagger. Sure. Okay. If you're putting your balls over somebody's face. <laughs> if you play Halo and you're 12 years old, <laughs> <laughs> you might be a teabagger. Uh, hold on, I just checked my mail and see if uh, the, that person sent the file yet. And no. Okay. So number one, you're offended at any at any suggestion that the Tea Party is racist, even though nobody objects when people show up at your rallies with blatantly racist signs and slogans. <laughs> Number two, Ronald Reagan is your hero because he was against raising taxes in big government, even though he raised taxes 11 times, doubled the national debt, and tripled the size of government. Number three, you mocked Nancy Pelosi for getting emotional when she reflected on the murder of her friend, Mayor George Moscone, but you think it's manly when John Boehner blubbers (laughs) when he watches reruns of Flipper. Number four... You are all in favor of George Bush bringing democracy, that's in quotes, to Iraq by invading and killing hundreds of thousands of women and children. But you think Obama blew it by staying out of it when the people of Tunisia and Egypt toppled their dictators in popular revolts. Number five, you think climate change is a big hoax because Senator James Inhofe, firmly in the pocket of the oil companies, says it's bogus. Number six, you think President Obama's birth certificate is a forgery. And then he managed to fool the CIA, FBI, NSA, Secret Service, and the entire U.S. government archive of documents with one photoshopped image. (laughs) Number seven, you think President Obama is a socialist because he wants all Americans to pay their share of taxes, including the rich, and all Americans to enjoy the same benefits of an equitable society, including the same health care that Congress enjoys. Number eight, you think Glenn Beck's theory of a code pink slash Muslim slash communist alliance conspiracy to take over the world in a 21st century caliphate makes perfect sense. (laughs) Number nine, you believe the Citizens United decision was all about corporate free speech, yet you're against the fairness doctrine being reenacted because you think it's contrary to free speech. And number 10, there's like 50 of these, but we'll only do 10. You are absolutely pro-life under all circumstances, except when an abortion doctor is executed in his church yeah. because he asked for it. Hey, we'll get, we'll do more of those later on. Um, how about some uh, listener submitted ones? Sure. 
Okay, Randy sent us a couple food-related ones. I don't know if that was on purpose. The first one is, Meatball Sandwich Horseplay Leads to Two Deaths, Family Betrayal, and Two Trials. Oh, God. We'll just play the audio here. <laughs> Any day now, Internet. Your Honor, in exchange for the reduction of count one and the dismissals of counts four and five, the defendant has agreed and entered into a written agreement with the state to provide truthful, truthful, complete, and accurate information during the investigation and to testify in the prosecution of his father, Ruben Jordan, who is present in the courtroom and who is charged with the aggravated murder of Victor Davis. It says, uh, son gives up father as murderer. Let me read the little bit below here um, because I don't know. I didn't watch the video, so I'm not sure. Um, but it says, son gives up father as murderer. Kareem Gilbert admitted one killing Tuesday, but prosecutors dropped a second murder charge against him when he agreed to testify against his father, who was sitting in the court and unaware of what was about to happen in the second killing. Oh, this is not going to be good. This is from January 14th, by the way. Um, so there's only like 20 more seconds. So we heard that. Let's go back a little bit. This is where they're reading the charges. Apparently. And he was charged with the aggravated murder of Victor Davis. So they're getting him up and... <clears throat> Oh, they're just walking them out. Yeah, this isn't interesting. Oh, well, let me read more about this underneath. Story. I actually sent you a link to a story that you're going to want to read okay. uh, off the air. So, Off the air? Yeah. Okay. Uh, family betrayal, patients, and a glob of spit all lead to Reuben Jordan being tried for murder Thursday and his son ready to testify against him. Jordan, 38, is accused of shooting Vernon Davis to death on October 31st, 2008 in Over the Rhine. I wonder if that's a restaurant or a town. I'm not sure. Uh, probably a restaurant, right? Two weeks okay. before that, Davis and Brian Austin, not Brian Austin Green, Brian Austin, <laughs> were fooling around with Jordan's 16-year-old son, Kareem Little Red Gilbert. The okay. horseplay got out of control, and an angry Austin hit Gilbert in the head with a meatball sandwich. <laughs> Gilbert, now angry himself, then shot and killed Austin Davis. Austin as Davis ran off. Two weeks later, Davis was killed as he knew he would be. Wow. Wow. After Austin's death, Davis told family members what clothes he wanted to wear for his funeral. Initially, police charged Gilbert with both killings. But even on the night of Davis's Halloween killing, the real killer started to reveal himself, as Assistant Hamilton County Prosecutor Megan Shanahan said. Victor Davis's killer left something at the scene. Shanahan told jurors Thursday as Jordan's murder trial began, he spit a rather large amount of phlegm that was found feet from Davis's body. There appeared to be fresh spittle on the ground. It still had bubbles in it. Ugh. Police so gross. took the spit for DNA testing, hoping it would prove to be Gilbert's the prime suspect at the time. Months after Gilbert was charged with the killings of both Austin and Davis, Kenneth heard... heard told police he knew who killed Davis and it wasn't Kareem Gilbert. Heard said the man to whom he dealt drugs told him he'd shot and killed Davis so Davis wouldn't testify against his son. Police were frustrated because Heard didn't know the man's name. That changed, though, when Jordan was shown on television in April 2010 accused of stealing televisions from a laundromat. 
Heard recognized him and told police his name. This, this keeps getting better. This finally delivers after that, that, that failed video attempt at the top, huh? The DNA tests from the spit came back, revealing the spit belonged to Jordan. Bill Whalen, Jordan's attorney, didn't deny the spit was Jordan, saying his client had relatives who live on the street where Davis was killed and Jordan was there Halloween night of 2008. But Whalen said Jordan didn't kill Davis. Instead, he told Jordan, jurors Jordan's son was the real killer. Wow. Police couldn't charge Jordan until Gilbert, as part of the plea deal, admitted his father killed Davis. Jesus Christ. This really is an episode of Law and Order. Chuck <laughs> When Gilbert pleaded guilty May 18th to killing Austin, he received an 18-year prison sentence, far less than the life sentence a murder conviction could bring. Gilbert, upset his father was going to make him serve the time for the Davis killing, also agreed to testify against his father, who sat in court May 18th when Gilbert pleaded guilty. That's when police arrested him and charged him with murder. Oh, so it was like, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> All over getting smacked with a meatball sandwich, Shanahan said. Jesus Christ. That's fucked up. So what have we learned here? Uh, eat your meatball sandwich. Here's another one that was sent to us. Albany pastor arrested for luring 14-year-old girl. That doesn't change. You know what? These the, these types of headlines are almost like headlines about the Middle East, okay? Because, <laughs> seriously, this is why. Because if you take out the city and the age and the gender of the child and, inter, inter, and you could just, I know, huh? That's who I think it is? Yeah. All right, I'm done reading the article you said. And then... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we'll the talk about that in a minute. Dumb, we will? Well, not here. Oh. But um It's news though. Yeah, but don't do that. All right. Um not till next show. So um That's yeah. till I get some video for it. <laughs> uh no, but but this whole Albany pastor, it's just like there's always someone. There's a Baltimore pastor. Well, arrested for luring a 15-year-old boy. Like, like it's all the same thing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to read it anyway. All right. Because <laughs> I brought it up. An Albany youth pastor was arrested Friday evening for luring a minor, the Albany Police Department reports. Uh, Sean Feltman. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good name. That's, like, is being, that's his... like being named Freddie Butt Raper. Exactly. <laughs> Sean Feltman, 24, a youth pastor at the Willamette County Church in Albany, uh, was taken into custody Friday following a grand jury indictment. The investigation began in early January when the parents of a 14-year-old victim reported their daughter received sexually explicit communications via text message and online messaging, said Eric Carter, a police spokesman. Authorities ask that anyone with information regarding Feltman or other potential victims to call Carter at, just in case, right, 541-917-3234 or 541-936-2536. Unfucking believable. How dumb do you have to be to send fucking messages to people? Like, I know that if something weird pops up online and, like, I know it's a picture that's going to get pulled down, like, I hit... Like Apple Shift three and take a picture of the fucking screen. There we go, all set. Yeah. You know what, StarWars.com, you have all your images for Clone Wars episodes in a slideshow that I can't save as an image now. <laughs> Apple Shift three. There we go. I got I got images. 
And I also can do that, like, when I watch episodes online, you just pause it at the scene you want. Yeah. Like, so I can get, like, like original, like, not right. any that anybody else has for the other blog. Yeah. Here's another one Randy sent us. Sandwich pickup turns into bizarre homicide. I just, I just, I think, <laughs> I wanted a meatball sandwich. I think he's got, I think he's got something with, like, food and death here. Somebody better, like, ask him if he's okay. Oh, it's in Jersey, though. <laughs> A South Jersey man dies after hitting his head in a bar. He was allegedly shoved by a man who came to pick up his sandwich. That's terrible. Neighbors say the victim was really the nicest man you'd ever want to meet. And he made a hell of a sandwich. Let's see what this says. It's like you just don't expect this. So it's really utter disbelief. Stuart Lousbin and his wife Nancy are mourning the tragic loss of their neighbor, 65-year-old Cesar Bonifacio, who died Saturday following injuries he sustained on, Wednesday at P.J. Wellahan's restaurant on. on Haddon Avenue on. in ha- Caesar Bella, F- Bella something. What, yeah. what was the name? of their neighbor, 65-year-old Cesar Bonifacio, yeah. who died... He wasn't in the mob at all. <laughs> ...Saturday, following injuries he sustained Wednesday at P.J. Wellahan's restaurant on Haddon Avenue in Haddon Township. He was just all around really the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. Sources tell NBC10 that Bonifacio <laughs> was sitting at the bar inside the restaurant when another man walked up to pick up a sandwich. That source tells NBC10 that Bonifacio inadvertently leaned into the man, and the man then pushed him. Bonifacio struck his head and was hospitalized. He was pronounced dead Saturday. His death was ruled a homicide. He is a wonderful man. Uh, He was the the greatest father, a proud American, a good husband, a good son. Police have charged 27-year-old Joseph Nicosia with aggravated assault. He was released on bail. No one answered the door at Nicosia's Haddonfield apartment. Because it's the other Meantime, door. Meantime, <laughs> Bonifacio's neighbors say he came to this country about 30 years ago from the Philippines and lived in Mississippi and New York before settling down in Cherry Hill. He and his wife have two grown sons that graduated from the Citadel and VMI. He insisted that his son should join the military because he wanted to pay back mm-hmm. the country. Mm-hmm for the opportunity he had here. No one at the restaurant would comment that he referred us instead to their attorney, but our phone call went unanswered. In Haddon Township, Byron Scott, NBC 10 News. Well, that's nice. That's too bad. I don't think that it's homicide. I I mean, maybe, you know. What are we looking at? What is that, manslaughter when it's accidental? You know? It's still, he he killed somebody. Yeah, I mean, somebody bumps into you. Who shoves them back? I know. Unless you're Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to do that one. Uh, I don't want to do that one. Um, I don't want to do that one. <laughs> you don't want to do the hate no, campaign just, against Benedict? Who the fuck cares? Uh, that it's Glenn like Beck thing we already the did. The PTA or oh, shit. we got to do this one. Michelle Bachman was in New Hampshire, and nobody fucking told me. <sighs> I would have gone. You want to hear what she said? Sure. In Nashua, Minnesota Representative Michelle Bachman held aloft a tea bag at a Republican fundraiser in a Nashua hotel today, and that dude said, "Wow, this is uncomfortable." Drawing loud approval, <laughs> no nothing. <laughs> Drawing loud approval for the reference to the Tea Party and its inference of revolution. But at an earlier political event, Bachman, one of the Tea Party's shining lights in Congress, who was considering a run for president, betrayed major gaps in her knowledge of the Revolutionary War. 
You're the state where the shot was heard round the world in Lexington and Concord, she told a group of conservatives and students oh. gathered at a local school in Manchester. Manchester, Manchester New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. There is a Concord, New Hampshire, you obnoxious bitch. But uh, Oh, my God. Crazy Raccoon Eyes oh, needs to run. God, Can just... I want to see. I want to see her win the straw poll. Have her be like the top one, the one that goes on. I want to see the debates between her and Obama. Oh, my God. I would go wherever they are. I, I would, would go. I would send her a copy of Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you see her up there tra- going through the shit going, I'm just a billion, I'm only a billion. No, that's I'm not the one. ones that shot no, right around no, the no. world. It's part of the revolution. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> Do you no. know the preamble to the constant? <laughs> we the people. In order to form a more perfect union. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Maybe we're a little just here being like so close to yeah, where it took place. Maybe we're a little oversensitive to that, but come on. It's the wrong fucking state. There is no way a shot fired in, in Boston is going to be heard in Manchester, New Hampshire. Oh. That's, that's an hour and a half away. Two days oh by my horse. God, I swear. Just <laughs> okay. Why people, okay. Why is she dumb? <laughs> of course, that shot was heard in Massachusetts, not the Granite State. The gaffe was reported yesterday on the website Real Clear Politics. The remark demonstrated. A, oh, she said it twice actually in the same day. That's and then, awesome. And then I was watching the guys on uh, NEC and the New England Cable News. Yeah. <laughs> it was Jim Browdy, who's he's like kind of left-leaning oh, yeah, center, he is. right? He's definitely and they're is. talking about that because they're doing the, the you know, what are you going to talk about yeah. tonight? And that was one of the things that came up. And the guy said, yeah, she doesn't really understand a whole lot about the start of the Civil War. <laughs> oh, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> and Browdy just looked at him for like like two seconds and he changed the subject. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Bachman is touring the country and testing the idea of running for president. She's opening for Charlie Sheen. (laughs) With her strong conservative views and sharp one-liners. I don't know about that. She has gained a big following around the country. A number of people from Massachusetts drove up to Nashua for the the later fundraising event. We'll see you on Fox News. We see you on Fox News all the time. Keep up the good work. Called out Valerie Lalas, a retired teacher from Linfield, who is a certified lunatic. And Bachman <laughs> signed autographs after her speech. I'm on CNN too, but, Bachman. But the thing replied. is, the Bachman signed a different name. <laughs> she signed Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I know. Sarah Palin. Winning. <laughs> I'm on CNN too, Bachman replied. But we don't watch CNN, Lalas said. In her speech, Bachman slammed Washington culture, which she is firmly entrenched in, by the right, way. Right, of course. Mocked President Obama and the Democrats and decried rising deficits and out-of-balance budgets. The real problem are the arrogant elites in D.C., she said to the approving crowd. The ultimate example of arrogance is Obamacare. Yeah, because uh. the arrogant elites at least know what year and state the Revolutionary War started yeah. in. What a fucking disaster that woman's going to be, huh? That's hilarious. What a tool. Oh, my God. She's going to be a fucking riot. (sighs) What the fuck did I just do? Get out of here, Groupon. Okay, we don't talk a lot about Muslims because I really don't give a shit about them um, because they're fucking ridiculous maniacs. But um, this actually caught my attention. Just make sure we're still recording here. And uh, this, I think, will be the la- yeah. This will be the last one. 
and then we'll go to break. Uh, Iranian clerics win atheist award for maiming mannequins. Now, can you see what's wrong with the mannequins there? Um, they have no arms. They cut the boobs off them. Okay. The folks over at Atheist Island have just handed out their first really, really true believer monthly award for the best examples of the kinds of idiotic or tragic things that really, really true believers are capable of. Now, in a Western European country which recently passed a law making blasphemy a crime and which has been rocked by a continuing series of corruption and child abuse scandals involving the Catholic Church, you'd think they'd have no shortage of homegrown candidates to give the award to, and they don't. <laughs> but all these were blown out of the competition when they saw the photo entitled Mad Mullah's Mandate Mannequin Mastectomies. <laughs> that is, again, Mad Mullah's Mandate Mannequin Mastectomies. Wow. Here's the story that appears on uh, Atheist Ireland's website. The prize this month goes to, Drummel, the Islamic clerics in Iran who had enough faith in their own sexuality to honestly believe that the sexual attraction to man-made materials could become a pandemic in the population at large. Normally, we write about dummies, <laughs> but this story defaults to dummies themselves. <laughs> Having realized how attracted they were to mannequins, the clerics moved that such sexual deviancy needed to be stamped out immediately. Rather than recognize their own urges for decoration, defloration is <laughs> being the problem. That's pretty good. They decided to protect the population at large by reducing the attractiveness of the plastic paradise with the hacking off of the breasts in their usual methodology of cutting off the sexual organs of anything <laughs> that find themselves or they find themselves overly attracted to. It takes belief of the strongest kind to think that sexual attraction of a man to a mannequin is a problem of God's plan or the feminine form and not the deviants who cannot control it. One has to wonder who will be nominated for Atheist Ireland's next True Believer Award and if they can top this month's winners. The Mad Mullahs Who May Mannequins will definitely be a hard act to follow. Wow. What all I get is, a wow. fucking mess. Here's the thing. Maybe if instead of um, going after the things that they are attracted to with such like vitriol and animosity... Maybe if they just embraced the fact and and came to terms with their emotions, just fuck a plastic doll. Things man. would be just all right. Get it over with. Well, they'd have Do to cut the, the boobs off that too, and then it's it goes all, right. all just, flat. Well, you know, in more ways than them. one. Just. You know what they need to do? They need to like just, just, just jerk it in front of a mannequin and get it over with. Yeah, or use a mannequin hand. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yep, yep. Maybe instead of dropping like you know flyers and leaflets on them, we should be dropping fleshlights. Yeah. <laughs> the end of fist fuckery. Uh, okay. So we'll do a break. Okay. All right. There's a man going around taking names, and he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around. The hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup. 
Will you partake of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground when the man comes around? Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. GGTMC Live for you, fresh air. Big Willie and the Samurai are at your service, breaking films down and turning them around, giving recommendations that are always on point. Visit ggtmc.com for more information. The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema, bringing class to the trash since 1977. This is a great John film from the Girls on Film Radio. Are you tired of all those vegetarian or vegan podcasts? We just listened to what the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema had to say about the Girls on Film Radio. A lot of good meat in there. There's a lot of good meat in there uh, that the girls talk about. You guys got a lot of nice meat over there at the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So there you have it. The meaty film discussion by meaty women. Listen to Girls on Film Radio. Girlsonfilm.podomatic.com Hey fans, it's Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film. And it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mel Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the the cutting edge of of reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, or your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune into Mel Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. everybody it's me tommy wiseau from the room and me nicholas cage from ghost rider and we're here to talk to you about something very important isn't that right nicholas oh that's right bill and chris have been telling you about otc live for a long time but there's no better time than now to join into the show live that's right nick every sunday night at 6 p.m eastern standard time you can see the show live but how can you think of anything better to do on a Sunday night? Bill and Chris will talk about very exciting topics such as music, movies, and pretty much anything else that revolves around pop culture. Thus, they answer very important questions like, How is your sex life? And other important questions such as, How to get burned? So check in every Sunday night at 6 p.m. at www.tv.outsidethecinema.com. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. 
It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured a hundred weight and penny pound. So, uh, ready to get to the mail and shit? Uh, yeah, sure. I guess some people calling me out on stuff. Yeah, you got apparently. some stuff to read there. I guess. See when you run your mouth. I guess so. People want to talk to you about it. Um, all right, I'll do this one first. Okay. I don't know which one that is. This but. one's from Ed. It's uh, the subject Ooh. line is Mitt Romney. Real, real quick, uh, breaking news on CNN. It says uh, workers at Japan's damaged nuclear power plant have suspended operations and evacuated. That's not good. Not at all. Hey, did you know? You you know what? Um, um, what's it called? How how a nuclear power plant works, right? That it's basically just a giant steam generator yes. that uses nuclear material. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people know that. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Chris and Frank, there's been a lot of talk about the GOP's uh, 2012 candidate lately, which makes sense since the election's next year and they really need to get their shit together. Yeah. One of the names being... Run Bachman. Yeah. (laughs) One of the names being floated that I don't hate is Mitt Romney. Well, you're the only one. Yeah. Um, Barring a real life... At least around here. (laughs) Well, really, I mean... Barring a real life version of Murder at 1600, I'm going to vote for Obama regardless. But I'm still interested in other candidates and what could possibly happen. But wait, wasn't he already the executive leader of some state, a state in which many podcasters reside? <laughs> I know that Romney Care was the model for Obamacare. Pretty much. Kind of, sort of, uh, which will make for a hilarious debate. The but, only the only difference between Romney and Obamacare is um, Obamacare doesn't charge you a fee if you don't have insurance. As far as I know. Sorry, go ahead. All right. Uh, what are the, um, but other than that, how was Romney as governor? What were some of the other big things he did? And is there anything in particular to look forward to or worry about if he were elected president? Uh, I could look it up on Wikipedia, but there isn't enough swearing to grab my attention. Keep up the good work, guys. Well, Ed, fuck you. Um, also, you know what? The only thing that he did positive, I think, was um, was the whole healthcare thing. Um, but I'll tell you, I heard something on the news the other day about how he is like saying every speech he gives, it's, it's like a different line to whatever group he's talking to. And the GOP is not happy with him. No, he's, he's he's not going to be run. He was all for, he's alienating everybody. He was all for same sex marriage until he was the GOP candidate. Right. Then he was totally, he's like all over the place and he's probably got less of a chance now than he did before. So, yeah. he, but he's not still see. their best chance. Yeah, but he's not. No, I mean they won't run. I him. mean for accessibility, and you, you, sad to admit it, but looks and sanity. He he looks presidential. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um. Because you look at McCain and you look at Obama, and I know real early on in the oh, show, you I me? said I said Obama's going to win because he looks already. He looks like he's president. Yeah. And, and he has hair. But but the thing, uh, I mean, come on, McCain is not going to run. He's done. Oh no, he won't run. I meant I meant the old one. Yeah. But uh, and the old one meaning McCain. Um, 
I don't know really what else Romney did because he spent half his term as governor running for president. Yeah, well, actually, he spent a lot of time running for the Senate. Yep. Then he, you know... He um, wasn't here, No, he, was, he just ran around the country looking for places to run for shit. Yeah. Uh, he's and an opportunist. He, he wasn't and, here to govern the state. And no. I think he douche. totally dropped the ball overseeing the big dig at the end. And that's of why that, that's why that woman got fucking crushed by a plate, uh, yeah. a sheet of cement. Right. So because um, because they were so the 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 glue they used and they were nails yeah, it was and there was substandard it was substandard yeah if there's a standard below substandard that's where it was <laughs> so um I think you're gonna see actually less of him because the GOP are not gonna run him. what do you think about Trump that would just be that do you would, think he's actually gonna run I don't think he's gonna run if he did it would be. It would be a sideshow. It definitely would, would it be. Seriously? Definitely. He's got the money to throw Who away. Who would take it seriously? No well, one would take it well, seriously. he could run with Bachman. <laughs> I just want to see no who Bachman gets to run with her. All right. Now, do you want um, to do some of these voicemail? I got a shitload of fucking voicemail. Yeah, you got voicemail. Go ahead. All right. I don't know how many of these are the same, so let's take a listen. And we'll stop okay. them if they're stupid. No, you'll understand. Nope, that one was nothing. That All was right. a, a voicemail of nothing. MyFreeThings.net. MyFreeThings.net. Yep. Rated best business opportunity. Okay, that's okay. And that was Hi, some... sorry I missed you today. Oh, I yeah. came across your information on the internet. Moving on. And just what information? Let me ask you, how much money would it take on Moving on. Basis? Well, no, no, how much money would it take? $11 million. What is... A week, $750,000 a week. Right. Attention, network marketers. Conference call on-demand technology is here I will buy now. whatever he tells Imagine me a to. system that can call hundreds or even uh -huh. thousands of prospects almost like instantly, the inviting them to firm. press 1 to access... Oh, boy. All right. Let's All do right. this for real voicemail. Hello. What have we here? This letter has to be very personal. What's that scribbly gook? This is a fan letter. Okay, fine. I'll just let it go to voicemail. All right. So I knew all those were bullshit fucking spam things. And the, and the K7 site that we use has been getting a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of that. So anyway, here's a real one. Hey, Frank and Chris. How's it going? Um, a bit of an apology voicemail. <laughs> I was pretty harsh last time. I don't know what got into me, but uh, after listening to your show and and hearing the mature way in which you took some, you know, uncalled for criticisms of your <laughs> enjoyable show, I figured I'd send another voicemail and just clear some things. Um, yeah, I, I, I do like the show. Um, and I was a bit harsh, so I, I w would like to apologize. Fair enough. Also, I right. listened to Outside the Cinema, and you took it so well on there as well. I was like, I feel bad now for being an <laughs> asshole, because you were like, yeah, you know, you know, thought out what he was going to say, and I was kind of hoping that you'd have a go at me a bit. <laughs> But it didn't happen, so I was like, oh, I'm, I feel bad. I'm going to apologize. <laughs> and um, Reverend Scott, I only gave him shit because I'm jealous of his talent. So am I. That's the only reason. So am I. And I thought I'd clear that up as well because he's pretty funny and I'm jealous. So that's that's, that's why I said some Very self-actualized. <laughs> Good for you. Have a great show, guys, and I will... Maybe send a voicemail another day. 
Again, just to give you more shit about nothing. Uh, this was Rick from Australia. Goodbye. Later, Rick. <laughs> you know what? I really appreciate that. I really do, too. Yeah. That's, that's, it's nice to see that uh, he's sober now. <laughs> oh, bazinga. Uh, <laughs> no, see, now... Or if, maybe now he's drunk. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I don't know what time of maybe day it is. He's one of those, those regretful um, drunks. <laughs> no. Now, if this had been a year ago... I think we would have. I would have fucking destroyed oh, yeah. it because I, <laughs> I, I wasn't really happy. Either. I was. I was still kind of very easily angered. But I've, um, I've, re- I, I've come to realize over time that what's the point in getting upset about stuff that I can't control? Exactly. And I know that this show's not for everybody. <laughs> so, whatever. But I really did appreciate the fact appreciate that he the call. that he thought out his criticism. And you know what? It takes a it takes a big man to call back and say, I was I was in a bad mood when I when I sent that. So Although that that weird delusional stuff about Reverend Scott being talented. I don't know. If that, that's that. about <laughs> anyway. So thank you, and I hope we hear from him again. Um, either good or bad. Because yeah. if he sends another bad one, I get to rip him apart now because I know he's joking. So <laughs> all right, I'm going to read this email. It's called Stop the Animal Hate. It's from Merlin's Master. All right. Hi, guys. Just finished listening to the show. So, Frank, you don't care about the chickens? Well, fuck you. (laughs) With love, of course. I enjoy being fucked with love. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian. That being said, I don't condemn people who do eat meat. I love meat. Sometimes I can't live without it. Sometimes I fall off the wagon, but I try to do the right thing. I swear to God, that sound clip's going to come back and bite me. Me saying... I love meat. <laughs> I'm going to say it nice and clear for Reverend Scott. I love meat. Sometimes I feel like I can't live without it. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I almost stepped all over that. I thought you were just going to do the first part. Uh, for me, the issue isn't so much about whether or not we kill the animals, uh, whether or not we kill the animals to eat. It's about how we treat them up until the moment they are killed. I think this is very important because the difference between a cow spending his life grazing on a field, spending his life locked up in a three-by-six pen is everything. And Frank, since you made the analogy that chickens would eat us if they could, let me present (laughs) you with a similar hypothetical. I love the idea that giant family guy chickens lording over the rest of us with with stun rays. Hey, the chicken's Boba Fett. Hey, look at that. I saw somebody made a costume of Boba Fett chicken. Yeah, I saw that. Or chicken Boba Fett, however you want to say it. So he's posing us a similar hypothetical. Okay. What if aliens came to Earth and we became their cattle, forced to live out our lives in a closet-sized box, only for that life to end in agony as we are left to bleed out slowly on a kill room floor? Okay. Tell me you wouldn't believe with every fiber of your being that those aliens were absolutely evil. And then tell me what the difference between that and what we do. Okay, I read I read that. When it came in, because basically okay. in the beginning he told you to go fuck yourself, and I'm like, this is gonna be interesting. Okay. So I read the whole thing. My the the main difference that I have with in that situation is chickens don't have uh, sentience or an established culture, civilization, and society. So there's right there's a difference there. Yeah, there's that. Um, however, but even equating me with the you know emotional rational psychological you know <laughs> meanderings of a chicken <laughs> or the writing capability of a exactly. chicken on the other hand all right um 
No, I understand his point, though. I, no, I understand his point, yeah. too. And I would say, you know what? If that happens, yeah. I'll do everything I can to make it not happen. Right. Okay? But if, because of their superior intellect and technology and all right. that shit, I am overcome, quite frankly, there's not a whole fucking lot I can do right. besides doing whatever it is I can do. Okay? Right. And if, quite frankly, if that's my lot in life, yeah. if, then so be it. However, I would I do want to point out, too, um, and I think of this when, when I see people that are born blind or Siamese twins, like, joined at the head or something. I don't need them. If, not often. If if you are born and put into that condition, you don't know anything different. Exactly. So I'm not I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just straight down the middle. I will eat meat if it's in the store. I don't think about where it comes from, which I know is not a responsible thing on my part, or how it's treated, or whether it's genetically altered or whatever. I'm six foot eleven. So I've probably <laughs> eaten some genetically altered food, nice. um, something injected with steroids possibly, um, but I lost my original point, which was, um, <sighs> what was I saying? They're lower on the food chain. Now, Man, on the other hand, if those aliens know. treated us humanely while they fattened us up, letting us spend our lives just fucking and playing video games, although I wouldn't, as- I wouldn't willingly accept it, it would be a million times better than the previous scenario. Um, quite for any situation, any group of people or aliens or something yeah. that's going to set me up in a situation, even for a short amount of time where all I get to do uh-huh. is fuck and to play video games. Yeah. You know what? Sign me up for that now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that's actually called being a, um, a Rock college, star? A college student. A winner. Exactly. <laughs> Winning. That's what I call it. Maybe that's it. Maybe Charlie Sheen has oh, been taken over by aliens. Oh. No, I, I understand. I understand the whole idea behind um, the ethical treatment of our food. I, but I don't know. I, I don't know if it's, if, it's, if it's callousness on my part, but I just that's a cause I just cannot you, it, muster but, but here, here's what it is. the you know strength what? to get it, behind. It makes... People feel better. It's not necessarily. We're still killing them and eating them, whether it's humanely or not. Seriously, if the chickens could talk, you'd think they'd say, hey, you know, thanks for a pretty good couple of days. Mm. I mean, there are better ways to kill. Like like, like when you kill something so it's kosher, it's not great. That's that's. That's religion. I know. But that but a certain amount of cows have to be killed kosher style in the slaughterhouse, which is weird to me. You could just say it. Nobody knows. Nobody goes to check that out. All right, well, last little Go ahead, bit yeah. here. I'll make you animal haters kidding a deal. I don't <laughs> condemn you for eating meat. Okay. And don't you condemn me and other vegetarians for not believing animals should be eaten. I don't condemn you. No. Do whatever the fuck you want. Eat whatever, whomever you choose. Yeah. I don't care. But it, it's, it's okay. A, it's it's um. I it, I find I find the whole I'm not going to eat meat because I feel bad for the meat. Right. Okay. Argument for vegetarianism and veganism and all that other stuff. I find that less, I don't know, or slightly more ridiculous than <laughs> the whole I'm not going to do it for nutritional, for, for, for health reasons, for health reasons okay. dietary, whatever. Okay, I can, I can, You I'm tell me you don't want to eat meat because, you know, you don't want that in your body? Fine, whatever. But don't tell that. me you yeah. feel, don't no, tell no, me I can't, you feel bad for the chickens. I can't, I can't, I can't. I totally agree with you because, like, I couldn't eat dog or cat because, you know, okay, our, but, society but has, our society has 
are here in America. Yeah, exactly. that, you know, those but are, there are other places those just are like, okay. Well, they also eat like scorpions and shit, right. too. I, I can't okay, do monkey that brains, either. Monkey brains, right? That's not my thing, but it's not because I feel bad for the monkeys because it's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right? <Yeah>. So. <laughs> yeah. I just honestly, I don't. It It's. Oh, there's one little left line left. Oh, sorry. And consider switching to free range or organic. That's too expensive. <laughs> organic is expensive. Organic although, is like, although free I, range is. I, I argue with my wife all the time. I'm like, all food's fucking organic. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm just being a dick now. No, I, I can I can understand why why people would do it. I just I just I can't I, I don't know. I just can't muster up the 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 what's the word I'm looking for. It doesn't the, have to be a not, big word. It's just, you know what? Hamburgers are fucking tasty. Well, they are. Okay? Steak is fucking tasty. They are. I have said, though, in Tofu the Tofu is not fucking tasty. I have said, well, you can flavor it. That's what big my wife says. Big fucking deal. You know I, what? You don't have to flavor a cheeseburger. I have said that, um, well, you do. You flavor it with bacon. <laughs> Duh. I actually don't like I that. have said in the past that if uh, if there was ever a nuclear apocalypse or, or something like that where we went back to square one, you know, EMP pulse and everything and lost all technology, I would, I would eat fish because that's about all I could handle eating of catching and killing. And I know then that means that should be pretty much what I eat now. You get hungry enough? I could probably kill a deer. Probably. Pig, you know? Kill a pig? The ugly ones. There's cute. Like, piglets are cute. I don't think I could kill a cute oh, animal. Oh, I was talking about police officers. But yeah, no. The well, that's cannibalism. That's a whole other story. I'll just kill the fuckers I don't like. <laughs> Feed them to the pigs. <laughs> you Well, see, the problem is you need the overweight ones for the zombie apocalypse so that, like, they <laughs> exactly. can be caught first. Right. Because I can, I bet I can outrun some people. Exactly. And then by the time that other people, like you know, they're all gone, and I need to be faster, I'll be in shape because I outran you. Hey, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't have to be faster than the zombies. I just need to be faster than you. Yep. Or, or, or more coordinated. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So, no, so, I, I hope I hope he doesn't think we're making fun of him. I'm gonna go flip the burgers now. Oh, by the way, that show Bob's Burgers really is funny. I like that is show. It? I don't like the animation. I, I enjoy it. Cheap. It well, it is. <laughs> so, um, so I have here uh, just a quick message to remind you how much I care. Uh oh. Peace and love, Reverend Scott. Good evening, Chris and Frank. It's Reverend Scott. Man, it sure has been busy around here at the Campaign Center, so I'll make this short. I finally got a minute to send you this little message. Quite frankly, I'm kind of concerned for you both. I mean, I do want to win the election in 2012 and all, but at the same time, I don't want you two to be ruined forever politically. <laughs> I mean, well, not necessarily. I guess what I'm trying to say is, try to be a little more careful in what you say in public. Mention you burned down your house for money, killed random women, did large amounts of drugs, and cheated on your wives might not be the best broadcasting conversation, guys. I'm just saying. I mean, because I care about you guys. Maybe not the same way you care about each other, but I do care. With that said, here's an example of something you may want to avoid saying in the future. Okay. I don't know. Just put DNA in your mouth. <laughs> I, don't I don't like that idea. Just the tip. Just the tip. There you go. Oh, you didn't do a spit take. I was waiting for that. <laughs> uh, it takes a lot to make me spit. Work uh, at it. Oh. I just broke my cock. I just snapped the tip right oh. there. It's about the same size as my cock. 
I don't know what this shit is inside it. Something <laughs> makes it work. Apparently. Did it break? Is it broken? Or just... No, it still works. I mean, because uh, God forbid, I have no fucking idea where I have a boner. Oh, wait, down here. I haven't used a penis in the, in the house here for a while. So, right. <laughs> On that note, I'm out of here, guys. Peace and love. Oh, I totally forgot that I broke the stylus. Oh, that was very, very funny. That was good. That was... <laughs> Damn it. Well, um, are you serious podcast at gmail.com. If you uh, send us your cards and letters and all that sorts of stuff, 206 338. Is it 338 or 336? I never remember. I think it's 338. 338 Well, Maybe you ought to dial it every I should now call and then. in. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, it's, a- he takes the most inane, like off the cuff shit that we say that I don't even think about. Like something breaks, and he gets the entire segment from that. Cock penis, cock penis. That was fair. <laughs> All right. Till next week. Cock penis. such an amazing God. He is so good and so loving. And it's amazing to see how fast God answers prayer sometimes. On Wednesday at the start of Lent, believers all over the world came together and we have been praying specifically for God to open the eyes of atheists all over the world, literally in every corner, in every direction, any place that there is an atheist, we've been praying for God to open their eyes and to see that there really is a God, that he does exist, that he loves them, and that he is the God of the Bible, that the Bible is true. And just a few days, not even a few days later, God shook the country of Japan. He literally grabbed the country by the shoulders and said, hey, look, I'm here. Oh, it's just so amazing to see how God can just answer prayers like this. And I I'm just so overjoyed and so encouraged for the rest of this Lentil season. I'm going to be praying even harder than I have ever before. And I mean, with just one day of prayer, with two days of prayer to see God literally waking people up and saying, you are going to hell. Just imagine what will happen at the end of the 40 days. My brothers and sisters, I thank you so much for praying with me. And if you haven't started praying for atheists to open their eyes and to turn from their ways, it's never too late to start. You can pray right now. Just pause the video, get on your knees, and pray to God. Ask him to to turn these atheists away from their evil ways. And I believe that at the end of this Lent season, oh my God, I can't even I can't even begin to think how how 
vengeful he's going to be on America because we have a lot of atheists here in America. I mean, Japan is a fantastic place to start, but I mean, once he hits Europe, once he hits America, it's just going to be crazy. It's going to be insane. And people, you better be ready because by the time Easter comes, every person will know that God is real. Bible says that on that day, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. God, I thank you so much. I thank you for your amazing love, for your ability to answer prayers so fast. God, you are such an amazing, awesome God. I love you so much. I am just so encouraged. I, uh, I just want to pray all day long. I hope you will all do the same. God, you are so good. I love you, God. You are so amazing. <sighs> Be encouraged, my brothers and sisters. God does answer prayers. Look at Japan. That is a direct answer to our prayers. <sighs> I'm just so overjoyed. I can't even contain my joy. Oh, let's get back to praying. I don't want to live on this planet anymore.